The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of salt. So guys, grab a martini and girls, grab your bikinis because we're talking Pierce Brosnan's Bond. James Bond. James Bond. <laughs> nice. That was good. Thank I you. like it. Ian Fleming's James mm. Bond. This is my first martini ever. I've really? never had a martini. And? I can see why it's good. It yeah. doesn't have any like stuff in it. It's all booze. <sighs> There's no black licorice in it at all. Oh, thank God. No, that's not bad. It's very smooth. Yeah, it's just booze. Like, welcome, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Salty Nerd Podcast. This week, we're talking Pierce Brosnan's Bond, James Bond. And I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic panel of nerds. Matt Vader 74 is here. Welcome, sir. Well, hello there, Money Penny. Oh, hey. <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. James, you talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, the, uh, the dame herself. Ambassador of Estrogen, Jude. Oh, hello. How are you doing? Thank you so much for the martini. You are so welcome, I love your tuxedo as well. Thank you. Mm. Oh, you did? You went and changed. I did. Yeah. Looking good. Thanks. Okay. And the frustrated producer, Matthew Kittish. Welcome, sir. I, too, am in my casual tux. (laughs) What what is going on? (laughs) I just noticed. Um, They they keep us out of the loop. (laughs) And uh, I just want to remind everyone to sign up for our newsletter at saltylist.com so that we can stay in touch with you guys. And uh, should we ever get kicked off of YouTube, uh, we will let you know where we end up. We'll let yep. you know what T-shirts we're wearing ahead of time. Yeah. Mm, yeah. We will. We decide that day. <laughs> you go to, uh, speaking <laughs> of, saltynerdstore.com, grab our T-shirts. Best T-shirt ever. Klingon Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> also, this one, if you want to do the, the classic logo, we have one of these two. Uh, but anyway, hey, guys, um, we are talking Pierce Brosnan's Bond, Goldeneye, The uh, World Is Not Enough, and Die another, die another day. day. It's all the same thing. It it's, don't matter. Yeah. Well, the c- titles get kind of confusing <laughs> after a while. Um, but anyway, so that, join us for that. Um, before we get into it, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we're going to dive into the first movie, Goldeneye. American corn farmers, a proud and chosen profession inspired through generations. Tested, resilient, and committed to giving back as much as they're growing, pushing the boundaries of what's possible with every bushel while replenishing every increasingly precious resource, like the reduction of soil loss by 40% with every acre grown. In a world where sustainability matters more than ever, we need all the help we can get. And there's no greater resource than the capable hands of American corn farmers. Bank of Clark County has a comprehensive suite of solutions for your personal and business needs. We offer banking, lending services, and wealth management services with the best-in-class customer service you'd expect from a community bank. Whether you need a checking or savings account, a mortgage or home equity line of credit, a business loan, or to set up a trust or investment account, Bank of Clark County can help. Bank of Clark County. Big Bank Solutions, Community Bank Service. And we've just opened a branch at 530 Blackwell Road in Warrenton. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome back. Hey, if you want to support the podcast, go, I'm kind of slurring my words. If you want to support the podcast, go to saltynerdclub.com. That is where the action happens, guys. You guys get four exclusive podcasts every single month made for the patrons, by the patrons. You guys get to pick 
uh, our new strategy going into 2022, we're going to be doing some legacy Stark, uh, uh, Farscape, like Stargate stuff, Doctor Who. Legacy sci-fi. We're, yeah, legacy sci-fi. We're going back a little ways and we're going to do some classic stuff that I don't think gets enough attention right now. And we're going to talk about it. So if you want to join the club membership, <laughs> also in December, the month of December, 30 days only, maybe 31. I can't remember. Uh <laughs> It's a special, um, a special gift for our top tier patrons. If you guys join the thirty tier, thirty dollar tier membership, you guys are going to get an exclusive members only hat. That is only going to be fifty of them. That's all we have is fifty hats. Limited That's edition. it. Limited edition, uh, and you're also going to get a certificate of authenticity that comes with it that uh, labels you as a saltine. A saltine. I guess that's what we're going with. It's kind of gory, goofy, but whatever. Um, so join up, help the podcast, and uh, we get to make awesome content uh, for you guys. We're, our goal, of course, is to do this full time. If you don't want to go through all that nonsense and you just want to support us a little bit, you can go to Apple iTunes and leave us a five-star review. The boys can be saltines and the ladies can be saltinas. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> a, little, a little Latino freaking yeah, flair on that one. And, and then we have a uh, Salt X out there. For is that like the Generation X guys, like the old, old folks? No, it's like Latin X. Except no, we're not doing. <laughs> shut up! I don't get it. Oh, don't. Okay, hey guys, that's enough shilling for our own podcast. Uh, Goldeneye, the first Pierce Brosnan movie. Take it away, Jude. What is this one all about? All right, sir. Nineteen ninety-five, Goldeneye, rated PG thirteen, with a runtime of two hours ten minutes. This had a budget of sixty million dollars. Six zero. What do you think this brought into the box office? Um, one hundred seventy. One hundred seventy million. Two hundred million. The box office was $352 million. People were thirsty for some James Bond. Yes. I love this This movie. This was right after Remington Steel, right? How long after Remington Steel? Oh, Remington Steel, I feel like, was late 80s, early 90s. Oh, the the Brosnan thing? Yeah, this is his first Bond movie. No, no. So Remington Steel uh, was, I believe, 1982. And and so originally, they wanted Pierce Brosnan in the 80s to, to be Bond. Uh, particularly because of the success of Remington Steele. He was super popular. He was British. He was good looking. And uh, he couldn't get out of his contract for Remington Steele. And so the role ended up going to Timothy Dalton. And Timothy Dalton was the Bond of the 80s. Mm-hmm. And what he happened- did two Bond films? He did, he did two Bond films. And after License to Kill, um, the Bond franchise got caught up, caught up in uh, court cases and litigation. Hmm that basically put a freeze on uh, Bond films for the foreseeable future. And it wasn't until six years later that they got all the legal stuff cleared up and they were able to go back into production. But by then, Timothy Dalton had had moved on and he he was just like, I don't want to be Bond anymore. And so they decided to go back and recast the Bond. And at this point, Pierce Brosnan was now available. And so they were like, well, we fumbled the ball the first time around, let's get Pierce to come back. Mm-hmm. And Pierce Brosnan is the only Bond, or I should say he's the first Bond actor to have an entire decade to himself. So oh, the, wow. the, the the 90s belong to Brosnan. He, I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand how any actor would go, I'm tired of playing James Bond. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like, come on, Timothy <laughs> Dalton. <laughs> I hate martinis and chicks. <laughs> Just make it water. So, 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 so Peekaboo one, thinks you're crazy. Okay. One of the things about playing James Bond is that while you're contractually obligated to play Bond, um, at least this is the way they used to do it. You couldn't be in any other movies because what? because they didn't want their Bond to be confused with other stuff. Huh. They just wanted him to be Bond. And so as long as Timothy Dalton was Bond, he wasn't allowed to go off and make other films. He could only do stuff uh, in the Bond franchise. And once 
it got into the court and they, they weren't able to do anything. He was like, I'm stepping away so I can do other stuff. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. I never knew what that. else I don't did know, he man. do? You back up a freaking truckload. What truck else lo- did he do? I have no idea. You back up a truckload to me and say, here's a bunch of money. Don't be anything <laughs> but bond until we tell you otherwise. I'm not, like, not, right. not going to lie. When you say the name Timothy Dalton, I think of James Bond, and I don't think of any other thing that he's been in. Yeah. That's true. But Let it, me tell you what it's about. Oh, yeah. Please go ahead. Lord Eddard Stark <laughs> is a double agent who dies in the first scene, but comes back years later to cock block James and not Dina Meyer, who looks good as hell as a Russian. Wait, what? That's not Dina Meyer. Oh, I thought it was. No, no, no. I you, you freaked me no, out. That's she's the actress who's not Dina Meyer. I almost got another half star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she, she was the, the not Dina Meyer from Reign of Fire. Rain of Fire. Right, okay. Yeah. That's her name. Wait, I'm very confused right now. Who is the chick from Reign of Fire? Who plays? I don't know her name. Her name is not Dina no, Meyer. No, I know, but like, what does she play in this movie? So, so she, she's, she's the, the, the Russian programmer. The Russian mm. good girl. Gosh, oh, she, holy she shit. She looks hella good. Yeah, she's fine. Oh, wow. She's fine as hell, but let me continue. Oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Famke Jensen uses her thank you thigh master legs to sexy kill dudes praying mantis style. <laughs> Alan it. Cumming is a supercomputer hacker working for the bad guys and holds the codes to the weapons program GoldenEye. But not Dina Meyer is just savvy enough to guess that the password to the program is the answer to a riddle about ass. She teams up with 007 to crack the codes while James cracks the skulls. It's a plan so crazy, it just just might might work. work. I freaking love this movie. I really? love Pierce Brosnan is my bond, dude. This okay. is this is my this generation. Was so much fun. Yeah, this movie is great. The Russians are the bad guys. I mean, you can't get any more James Bond than this. This is the first watch. Really? Me. No kidding. All of these were. I, I'm not a James Bond girl. The first James Bond movies I watched was for the podcast. Oh but it was wow, Sean Connery. Sean Connery so yeah. I haven't watched any more since. Oh wow, that's yeah. amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I. This is funny because we always joke about like how. Uh, the movies that are on my rotation, I'll watch them and then we'll talk about them on the podcast. Be like, oh yeah, I just watched it. Like, that's Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Like all these movies right now, all the Brosnan Bonds are on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So for like, free. For free. Well, yeah, if you're a membership. Um, so they've been on my rotation for the last couple of months mm-hmm. and I've just been going through the Pierce Brosnan Bonds and then we're like, hey, let's do a Brosnan week. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. but I watched this I probably before the, the podcast, I've probably watched this movie four times. In the I'm last just really impressed with so. how you can say Brosnan bonds so smoothly. It's just, br- it just fell off your tongue. Like Brosnan a martini. Bonds. He's, he's can, my, can you say it like Sean Connery? Brosnan bonds. <laughs> Brosnan bond. Yeah. yeah I, I he's no bond compared to me. <laughs> I don't know. There's no other bond besides you always remember your first bond. <laughs> well, it, it was funny because Roger Moore visited the set of yeah. this movie when uh, when it was being shot, and he came on the set and, and he's just like, "Yeah, things aren't working out with Brosnan, so like they called me back in." <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think I think Pierce Brosnan freaking especially in this this movie fit the bill perfectly. He's I'm handsome, he's very British, and he's also yeah. a badass. Like. I remember like the older Bonds always being a bit goofy for me, uh-huh. like watching them like, oh man, that's some tongue in cheek, like really, really sci-fi goofy stuff. <laughs> this is what, one like where Moonraker? I, yes, like Moonraker. <laughs> this movie, I felt like they went back to like Sean Connery's era. Where, really? Like, yeah, I feel like they went back to the suave, kind of smooth, but also a badass. They classed the joint up. Yeah, they classed it up a little bit and they took things more seriously, which I think is is where GoldenEye shines. Because this is a, they took themselves very seriously in this. Also, I'm, I'm going to talk a lot because I'm a huge fan of freaking Pierce Brosnan. Go for it. Um, 
I judge every single Bond movie based off of whether or not I can sit through the entire opening song. Okay, that's oh, yeah. fair. If that I, is if, fair if, as hell yeah. because like uh, this, I, I don't even think I clocked as being like overly long. And like the next two that we're going to talk about, I was like, what the hell yeah. is going on? And I really, <laughs> I really wanted to fast forward them, but Katish wouldn't let me. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I can sit through an entire opening song for a James Bond movie, I'm pretty much on the level. Who's saying like, Goldeneye? I have no clue. No idea. I, I was listening to it. And I, I want to say it's like Tina, Tina Turner, maybe, but I'm, I'm not 100% I'll look it sure. Up right now. Freaking. But like the thing is, I feel like a theme song should fit seamlessly into a movie. Yes. And I didn't even realize that this had its own theme song. Whereas oh, the yeah. other two movies, it's like, it feels just really forced. Well, I think one of, the, one of the hallmarks of the Brosnan Bond era is that the producers basically looked at the opening song as like the big soundtrack push because uh -huh. in the in the 90s like m more money was made off of soundtracks than the movies mm -hmm. pretty much and so they used the opening sequence to play an entire like two to three minute song in order to you know hype it up and and get like big artists to do yeah, it sure. and and stuff like that and and so like this was like the start of that and it wasn't as obnoxious as it got towards the end. Oh my end gosh! Of yeah. Yeah. we'll talk about the last one because that was freaking it's just um, ridiculous. But I thought I thought the, the whole. <laughs> theme song was just a thing through all James Bond. It movies. is. It's a staple of James yeah. Bond movies. But I'm saying is like whether or not I can sit through the entire thing without getting annoyed is uh -huh. kind of gives me a gauge of whether or not the movie is going to be good. Because this movie, like especially if they have hot chicks dancing like they do in this one. Well, that's a Bond. Thing. I'm in. No, <laughs> it stops being a Bond thing because freaking war of whatever reason. Oh, until they get misogyny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Misogyny comes in and I mean, you're you like, can't, you can't you have can't, hot chicks dancing no, no, anymore. No. You can't mix wokeness with James Bond. They Wait, do, you yeah, cannot no, do that. I'm sorry. I'm the don't first so? person to call patriarchy where I see it. <laughs> but this is James Bond. This is this is exactly yeah. what it's supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. And sexy girls dancing yeah. is. But part after of it. Okay, after a certain a point, they stop doing that. Like do, do James they not, Bond hold is on. banging chicks um, throughout all of the movies. Hold on. So. Do they not? Do they not have hot chicks in, in the new in, ones? In the no. new ones? No. In the in Daniel Craig does not have a single opening sequence with a hot with, chick with like chicks with their like nope. nipples poking through the nope. freaking shirts and wait. stuff. What? Nope. Get out of here. No, nope. oh, wait. But not there's Bond. no Bond girls in the No, there's Bond girls in the movie. We're talking okay. about the opening, the opening sequence. Okay, Mon no, so, but I'm just I'm wondering about like that. In, whole in thing. this one, it was like hot chicks shooting guns, and in yeah. in, in uh, the world is not enough. It's hot chicks covered in oil. Each Bond movie has like the sexy dancing chick in the opening sequence. Um Daniel Craig's, I think, was the first one where they they stopped doing that. Hmm. It was Which just is probably why I just I blanked out any Daniel Craig I, movies that no, I watched. No, I'm I love Daniel Craig as James Bond. I, I, his movie's not perfect by any means, but him as James Bond, I'm in. I really enjoy his movies, even the shitty ones. I I really enjoy them. Which they all are. They're not. No, Casino Royale is freaking dope, dude. You're crazy. Uh, anyway, so Goldeneye. Um, this this movie is like the perfect freaking Bond movie for me. Besides like a Sean Connery, like Sean Connery it is, is it is one of the best. Bond it's films. one of the best Bond movies. Goldeneye was freaking awesome. I love the yeah. chase scenes. I love the hot freaking crazy. Um, I love her. She's, so, she's yeah. She's so hot. She's, she's so crazy. crazy hot. She's, she's crazy yeah, hot. She's crazy hot. She like fuck you to death. Man. Where's the graph? <laughs> Where's the crazy hot graph? Right. So if you're above yeah. a certain line, you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We need one of those for her because she's at the top of the charts. Uh -huh. But um, everything about this movie worked. I think Pierce Brosnan was freaking rocking on a scale on all of cylinders. one to 10 on the hot crazy scale. She's a 21. Yes. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Um, and this was like her first big breakout movie. Yeah. Like, like nobody had I heard was, of her until like this movie came out. I was very excited when I saw that she was in this because I love Fum Fumka Jensen mm -hmm. and I, I love it Fumka. when she. <laughs> <Fumka>. <laughs> 
Doctor Tunka. <laughs> she's not. So a- when I saw that she was in this, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, she's in this. And, and not only Kate- is she in this, but damn, she's in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> she is in. Um, but Kate, Kate was like, "Yeah, this was like her first like mm-hmm. big breakout role." So I was so excited to see her. Yeah. She looks so young and, in it, and, and, I, and I, she's crazy hot. And I turned to Jude. I was like, "Guess what her name is." Ivanka on the top. <laughs> no, Zena on the top. Zena on the top. That's right. Ivanka is the awesome. I, 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 love, all the, I love all the Dude, misogynistic names yes, for the Tick yes. Bond movies. You know what? It's funny because I wanted, I know this is kind of goofy. We don't normally go into politics, but I, I wanted to mention this a little bit because I know a lot of people complain about the new Bond movies being freaking woke culture, or whatever. Yeah. This movie I thought was, I, I'd gone back and watched this movie and when M shows up and it's a new female M and mm-hmm. they all make a big deal about, oh, the new M's female. Did you see James Bond? And she sits down at her desk and she's like, you're a misogynist pig. Mm -hmm. A holdover from a holdover from the old era. Also, you're a badass. Go do your job. Didn't bother me. It didn't bother me at all. Didn't bother me either. I was like, okay. It doesn't hurt that they got Dame Judy fucking Dent. Yes. Judy fucking Dent. I dare you to say a word against Dame Judy Judy Dent. Dame Judy Dent. Dame Judy Dent. Dame Judy Dent. You'll you'll die in your sleep if you talk shit about Dude, it. Judy Dench is such a yeah. badass. In they this will movie. unplug you yeah. in man, your Matrix pod. There's, 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 there's one thing I, I noticed through all these movies that made me feel super old because you know who the one chick that I really liked in all these movies. Money Penny? Money Penny. Money Penny it's like, is oh my looking God. old. Money Penny's kind of hot, but I'm 50. So I'm looking at the 45 year old one. Okay. Which one is it where she's having the my, fantasy? Is it my, this one? No, it's uh, uh, die another, okay. die another day. We'll get there. I'm liking we'll me some money penny nowadays. I like the and, new money penny. I think weird. she's hot. It's weird. Her it's haircut just, is terrible. I'm oh, sorry. No, the, it's not I'm, this one. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go start. Oh, okay. The butch haircut is the second movie. Okay. I'm gonna have to go start looking at gilf porn. <laughs> okay, so, we're moving on. You know, uh, so, <laughs> grannies, I, I'm getting weird. I, I can tell you a few accounts to follow. Okay, cool. Talk Jesus, what the fuck? <laughs> v likes to get weird. Oh, uh, you guys I'm are a, both weird. I'm a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, I don't know, dude. This is like the perfect freaking Bond movie. The car, the gadgets. The perfect one? It's really freaking good, dude. I love Goldeneye. It, the, anytime where Russians are the bad guys, you can't go wrong. Yeah, can't, it's hard to go wrong. It's hard to go wrong with that, dude. I, I, and it, this was the first post-Cold Civil War Bond movie as well. Yeah, yeah. It came off the 1989, like, fucking Cold War shit. <laughs> and then like, we get Bond talking about Russians taking over the like world. I the CIA like, guy. Yeah. He was good. Uh, that was, you're talking about the guy from Tarantino's movies? That's the next. No. No. That's no, two he, movies away. No, he's not. He's uh, talking about. I think this guy was a senator. No, he, he's, he's, talking, stuff. he's talking about Joe Don Baker as Jack Wade. Oh, hey there, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm from the CIA. You know. I'm from oh the yeah, he calls him Jimmy yeah, or Jimbo. Jimmy or Jimbo. Hey, Jimbo, come over here. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I love him. Yeah, he's cool. Um, but yeah, talking about Eddard Stark, uh, Lord Sean Bean in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing with him. Yeah. If he's in a movie, I know he's going to die. So it's just, I, was this the beginning kind of, of fair, that? Yeah. No, no. Like this is throughout his career. Right? Well, I know, but like, has he ever lived in any movie? This movie is in the early nineties. Did Guess he die? Did he all? Yeah. <laughs> did he have a history of dying in his movies before think, this one? I don't know. I don't know. I just know he yeah. dies in all his movies. So you know, he dies an epic death in this yeah. movie. Though. It's pretty good. It's twice. Yes, twice. twice. Well, I okay. So I was watching this. I've seen it like seven times now. This just for the past couple of weeks. Um, and he like, I guess the opening scene where he's got, he got captured by the Russians and the guy shoots him. That's a fake out. Yeah. He yeah. didn't actually shoot. He already was a double agent at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. 
I, I was he like, was in on it. Yeah, he was in on the joke the whole time, and then he fakes his death. But then the explosion happens, and he gets his face all messed up. And he goes on his tirade and tries to freaking take down MI6 and stuff. So I, I don't know. The villains were on point. Uh, Funk, what's her name? Fumka. 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 She's one of the best freaking femme fatales in a in a femme, bond movie. I just want to talk about her. A femme fatale. Femme fatale. Femme fatale. Femme fatale. Yes, femme fatale. Thank you. That's a that's a noir. You've been drinking too much, buddy. <laughs> I love um, everything about her in this. Her hair is amazing. Her eyebrows are amazing. I'm just going to go from the top down. Dude, the sauna her scene. Hair, her eyebrows. Her eye makeup. I've never been able to pull off a dark look like the that. shadow. Oh, my God. She's oh. amazing. She can do a dark eye and a dark lip. Fuck you, Fonda. <laughs> did, did you know that originally Courtney Cox was set to play? I could totally see Courtney Cox. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Yeah, I feel like her whole career would have been different, different afterwards. Different career. Yeah. Totally. But you know who was hotter? The the redheaded Russian program. She's too. amazing. Oh, not Dina Meyer? She is on fucking fire I just, I love throughout Discount this Dina whole Meyer. movie. Discount Dina I'm Meyer? Like, who is that it's chick? Sometimes her hair looks red bang. and sometimes uh, it looks brown. And I'm like, I don't even care. You are amazing. I'll take I'll take homicidal Fomka over the Russian chick. You won't risk it? Yeah. I'll, I'll I, risk I, it. I'll I, take I, a squeeze. <laughs> you, you should, dude, oh my God, the puns listen, are on point in this if, movie, dude. If you're going to have sex with... Uh, Killer Fumka Jensen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you need to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way you're going to survive. No, but that dude, the the um the Russian admiral or whatever, didn't. He was on bottom. He didn't survive. Oh shit! She squeezed the shit out of him. Yeah, and he had like that fucked up face after he got. And, oh. and, and that, I mean, that scene where can you think of a way you'd rather go out though? No, that that scene where she's like kind of tussling with Bond in, in the uh, mm. in the steam room, the sauna, yeah, in the sauna, <laughs> those dies uh, away. <laughs> she, she actually, uh, Famke Jensen actually broke a rib in that scene. No oh, way. Really? Yeah, because she she was like she told Brosnan she's like you know just be rough with me <laughs> like, like let's make this <laughs> real. She I'm, did. Yeah. No, I tell I tell Famke like to be now. rough with me, man. <laughs> Well, what you know what's funny about this movie is, is that so originally this so first of all, this is the first Bond movie not based on one of Ian Fleming's books. Mm -hmm. So this was a completely original film, and they originally had developed it for Timothy Dalton because when they were getting ready to reboot Bond, they weren't sure if Timothy Dalton would be coming back. And Timothy Dalton's claim to fame because he was my Bond growing up. He was the Bond of the 80s. And his whole thing was he took Bond back to a more grounded, realistic kind of take compared to Roger Moore, which was like way over the top. He was the bond that you know from back in Hollywood. Yeah. So um, basically once he decided that he wasn't coming back, um, Brosnan kind of stepped in and it's kind of funny because this movie was so successful because people were thirsty for more bond. And this was like a revitalization of the franchise. It was a new bond. It was a new director who brought like, a, like amazing set pieces and interesting characters and stuff like that. Um, but after this movie hit it big, they started kind of tailoring the stuff more to Brosnan, which meant more puns, more like bad oh, one-liners, yeah. more more over-the-top set pieces, more kind of weird henchmen and and stuff like that. I'm I'm but, okay with the weird henchmen. What I we'll talk about later on when we talk about the last movie is is the over-the-top gadgets kind of I get lost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Brosnan's whole kind of career as Bond is marked by just way almost Joel Schumacher level of over the topness, <laughs> uh, and and it just gets worse and worse with each move, like successive movie. I can't wait to talk about how Christmas only comes once a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and basically, like um, 
I can remember when this movie came out and people were just going like crazy over it. And I went to go see it in a theater. And when that tank scene happened where Bond is basically yes. doing the car chase with the tank and Dude. just running through buildings and stuff, the entire theater was losing it. They were like, oh my God, this is amazing. America! And, and Martin, <laughs> Martin Campbell, the guy who directed this, like he was given a lot of credit for, you know, basically like making the Bond franchise cool again. And they brought him back for Daniel Craig's first outing as well. Mm. And they may bring him back for the next new Bond because like he's just got this reputation now for being the guy who revitalizes Bond whenever like they really switch actors. He's the Q. Dude, that for, he's yeah. the behind the scenes Q. Yeah. But, but, you know, Alex said that Brosnan is his Bond. And even though I grew up with Timothy Dalton, who's my favorite Bond, uh, to me, Brosnan embodies Bond more than any other actor who played him because I was too young to really appreciate like Connery. Uh, so by the time I recognized just Sean Connery, he was doing other things than, than Bond. I never liked Roger Moore, uh, Lazenby. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lazenby, like who the fuck is that guy? Um, so like, I know, to I me, agree. like I, I grew up on, on Dalton as Bond, but um, Brosnan, I think best embodied the character. And I love the Brosnan movies, even though I don't think any of them are all that good. Mm-hmm. Like this movie felt... Uh, all these movies feel like they're six hours long. Okay, first of all, and they're the embodiment any, of slaction films. This is true. Any movie that's over true. two hours long, it's too fucking long. Yeah. Oh no, I disagree. Uh, I, unless I, it's the Lord of the Rings. Uh, I will. I'll give it to you <laughs> later on. We'll talk about the third movie, which I, I I have no appreciation for whatsoever. But this one, I'm not bored at all through this movie. I, I'm on the journey. I'm loving it. I'm having fun. I, I'm I'm with a new Bond, yeah. and his puns in this movie are like that perfect balance. Like when he's fighting with freaking on a top in the steam room and he finally gets the upper hand and he pulls his freaking gun and he goes no more foreplay and i'm like that's yes. freaking bond yes that was perfect i i wish i had watched this one first this week <laughs> because i probably would have appreciated these movies a little bit more yeah i watched this one last night it was the last one i watched and i don't know why because i just oh i do know why is because kadish made the list <laughs> and you listed them in the wrong you order. Re- you watched them in the order that he lists. I did. I, I don't you know. You are why. a sheep. I'm terrible. <laughs> because this this is by far the best one of the three. We oh, watched. it's absolutely. so fun. Yeah. So yeah. in retrospect to what you said, like mm-hmm. I did watch this one first, mm-hmm. and then Kadish made me watch the worst one next. Yeah. Oh no! Uh, and so by the end of it, I was just like, I felt like he was dragging me through, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the level of where Kadish likes to keep me in our relationship. I, I reserved the worst one <laughs> last for, for this. Cause I knew it was, I already knew going in. It was well, it was also bad. the last one. That, yeah. That yeah. Brosnan did. Yeah. So for, I know we got a couple of comments. So he, he made four. Yeah. Right? Four of them. And we watched three. Yes. So we, so I know we the got the fourth some, one that we didn't watch. Is it worse than these three? No, the fourth one is the last one that he did. Okay. That was what ended his career as bond. Okay. The one well, we well, missed was uh, it tomorrow. Didn't, never it, dies. It, it didn't. And is it, it did not end his career. It, it was just like the last one that he chose to do before okay. moving on. And it was in the we, we, we did not watch his second Bond outing, which, is, right. which Tomorrow was Tomorrow Never Dies. Never dies. Oh. Which is actually, I did watch it because when I was like, hey, we're doing Pierce Brides and Bond, I watched all four of them. Um, I just want to, con- I know we're not going to talk about the movie, but I just want to comment that that movie, The Villain, is mainstream media. And okay. It, and I found that fascinating. Hmm. Interesting. But we'll move on. Anyway. Um, I lost my train of thought because I'm too drunk off freaking Well, geez. one of the interesting things about this film was that because it was for the 90s and it was like a big, like, oh, the old era is is changing and this isn't uh, 
you know, like we're going to have like women in power and uh, Bond isn't going to be as misogynistic as he, uh, you know, uh, was thought to be. So like, <laughs> there were a lot of progressive ideas in, yeah. in this iteration of Bond. Um, but it, it seems like they just keep getting worse and worse. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Barbara Broccoli uh, kind of became more involved in the production of this stuff. And as like a woman of power in the movie industry, she wanted to kind of push that. Well, what's agenda. her name? Barbara, Barbara, who? Barbara Broccoli. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely like I She bought it all. Oh my god, you guys are goofballs. Um all right. So anyway, the, the big set piece at the end, um, uh, in which is also in the the golden eye uh video game that I freaking I have such nostalgic for. Is that the one where you can play like in four screens mm -hmm. four people? Like, yeah, that the, was really like confusing. the first. Not I can't say the first. I always wanted to play the upper right, and I end up like playing in other screens and thinking I was watching somebody else. Yeah, that happens. That happens. Um, so, but the big set piece, the 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 dish that comes out of the lake. I thought that was when I was cool. a kid, dude. That I was the coolest shit ever. That. Yeah, that was super cool. So, did you guys know who was up for the part of Bond before Brosnan kind of sealed the deal? Ooh, no who could idea. Could it be nine? Or mid nineties, mid nineties British actors, Bruce Willis, The Rock. <laughs> no, I have no, no. idea. Uh, oddly, John Cena. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oddly enough, um, so like there were some contenders who were um, kind of not quite in the running as others. Wait, wait, wait. Alan Rickman. Uh, actually, um, he, he was in um, competition for the. Um, the villain? The villain. Oh, I could see that. Uh, Sean Beams? Villain. Yeah, Sean, Sean Beams. Ooh, that would have been awesome. That would have been pretty dope. But he was at that point where he's like, I don't want to be typecast as a villain. Uh, Bond. Um, but, well, so uh, place you failed. <laughs> uh, so Sam Neill was actually up for the role. Get on. Of, of, of Bond. Uh, Mel Gibson, who was recommended by Sean Connery, huh. even though he's not British. Um, but the guy who almost got it, who at the last minute kind of like stepped away because he didn't want to commit to it. Liam Neeson. Huh. I can see uh, that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think they made the right decision. I, I, I'm not He's complaining about He's a little about, intense, but I feel like he could have pulled off. I'm that. not complaining about Sean Beam at all, but I think Liam Neeson would have been dope. Wait, um, Liam Le Neeson was up for- For the Bond. villain. For Bond. No, no for, oh, Bond. for Bond. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, for, I got no, lost No, I think he could have pulled off Bond. Look, there's Nadine Amaya. She's so fucking hot. She is. she is freaking super hot, huh? How did I not notice? Oh my god, look at the freaking bikini model that he has. Mm -hmm. What's his name? Uh, Alan, Alan Cummings. Cummings. He's freaking awesome. Invincible. Yeah. <laughs> and then another big great. Um, we have to talk about Q in these movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I don't have old a Q. old Q. Right? Is he a leftover from yes. old? He, he, okay. He was the only actor who went through all the 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 Bond movies okay. up until I believe the 18th or 19th. Well, he got replaced film. by. Uh, in the next uh, John Cleese. Yeah. 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 Well, he well, not, not so, yeah. so like he, his last one was the world was not, is yeah. not enough. Yeah. yeah. The world's not enough. And he actually, I mean, I don't know if they knew he was going to retire or if he was like, Hey, this is going to be my last movie or whatever, but cause he died shortly after that he movie. Did. Yeah. But that scene, we should wait until we talk about that movie. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll yeah, get to it. In Isabella <laughs> Scorpo. Isabella Scorpo. She, she, she's discount Dina Meyer. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and she's the one who plays like the main Bond girl in this film. I don't uh, want to call her discount Dina Meyer because she, she can stand on her own. I wouldn't say that either. She's just not Dina Meyer. Okay. She's so let's, let's be respectful. She's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both Bond girls in this movie were oh, gorgeous. So yeah. Good. 
Um, okay, I don't know what else to say about this Like, movie. honestly, she's pulling off that 90s haircut, which mm. is not good, but this is the girl who should model that haircut. Yeah. And, and can we talk about the opening scene real quick? Oh, 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 oh the, uh, the, oh, the record. Car chase? No, 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 no. It's the bungee jump. The, off the record, oh, yeah, top, yeah. highest record bungee jump. I don't know if they've broken it since the 90s, but at the time they filmed this, it was actually the same stunt guy who was the helicopter pilot that uh, Frank uh, killed when she took oh. over. That was the stunt guy. It was the mm. black haired dude. And uh, he jumped off this freaking dam. That was all live. They Did filmed they film that it, at uh, Hoover Dam. Is no, it no, no, like no, Hoover no, no. Dam? It's not Hoover Dam. No, no. no, but it was like a 700 and something foot I think bungee it, jump, which feel, at the time was the highest like whatever. I feel like that dam is in Italy. It's a real place. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And basically like the, the, um, the tension on the bungee cords, because it was like such a long, like dive was so um, extreme that they could only use the cords once um, because yeah. otherwise like they, they wouldn't hold up. Oh, wow. So every time they had to do a different take, they would, you know, swap yeah. out the cords. So, and, and, and when he hits the, the bottom, he, the, he, like you can see him kind of like flop and the, the stunt man even says like, like that, that was rough because like right after that, I had to pull my gun out and, and if you watch the movie, like he just gets it out just in time before he goes like past where the camera can see him. And he was like, thank God we didn't have to do that too many times. Yeah. I had to pull my gun out to tell them I'm not dude, doing another fucking take. Of I don't that. know if I've ever said this on the podcast before, but freaking stunt people deserve more money. Seriously. 100%. The stunt people who make movies look legit, look scenes like that. Yes. Give them all the money in the world. Pay yep. them as much as the actors. You are the people that make the movies. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think stunt people get enough credit. But anyway. Or that, money. Or money. That scene, the jump, the bungee jumping scene, and then the airplane scene that came after, that was also live where they flew off. And I mean, some of it was obviously some green screen and stuff when he was actually like getting into the plane. But that yeah, scene but that, where that they, was a practical stunt. Yeah, the practical stunt where he drives the freaking motorcycle off the cliff and then jumps after an airplane. What yeah. freaking God damn it. This movie's awesome. <laughs> so, 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 you know, what's funny is, is you, have you guys ever seen true lies? The yeah. Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. yeah. So that movie came out a year before this one. And while they were shooting this movie, they discovered that the plot to golden eye was actually almost exactly like the plot to true lies. Um, and so they had to, while they were shooting, rewrite the script to change it so like it, it didn't look like a copy um, and, and so like the the actual production of this movie was kind of chaotic like uh apparently martin campbell the guy who directed this and pierce brosnan did not see eye to eye they didn't get along with each other and um uh but you know they kind of had a respectful working relationship even though they personally like butted heads a lot um so like it's it's amazing that this movie turned out as good as it did it, in my opinion um, because there's a lot of stuff in here, um, but you know Robbie Coltrane, um, you're a real wizard, Harry. You know, like, like he's in this movie. Yeah. Oh did, did yeah. They, as the change, Russian gangster, did they change yeah. the change him to Russians from Middle Easterns or something? Or? I I don't know what the deal was, but it was like the the bad guy plot was just you know kind too of similar. kind of too similar. But I I find it funny that like most of the Brosnan era bad guy plots just have to do with giant freaking lasers. <laughs> lasers. <laughs> be, be, because like the the after Goldeneye came out. That's when Austin Powers came out and mm -hmm. it was lampooning the stuff that they were actually oh, doing. There's straight there's scenes straight from this movie that are Austin Powers oh, yeah. scenes. We, like we, sure. we have to do it Austin Powers. Oh absolutely. yeah, someday we absolutely will. Mike Myers is Austin Powers. We'll make you horny, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna serve you some tequila. <laughs> we're gonna get, oh, no, so, we're gonna get so drunk <laughs> during that episode. <laughs> uh anyway, okay. So um 
obviously for me, I freaking love this movie. It's one of my top Bond movies ever. Pierce Brosnan is my personal Bond. He's the one I think, even though I like all the other ones, I have, I think they all have their strong suits. When I watch a, Bos- a Brosnan movie, I'm, I'm freaking in, dude. I love it. Yeah. Uh, the, the female characters in this movie are freaking awesome. M is a badass in this him. movie. She's I really so do. freaking I, cool. I, I even like her in the new ones. Yeah, Judy Dench is awesome. Yeah, she's yeah awesome. She, she was the only character to kind of cross over into Craig's Bond. Yeah, yeah. Is Everyone it? else got recast. She's a dame. Which, uh, well, I, th- I suppose we probably should talk about this at, po- at one point, but the whole theory that uh, 007 James Bond is actually just a code name and well, each, yeah. each person that comes in is just taking over that code. And it, I don't think anybody has a real issue with that. There's, o- there's only one, maybe one or two things that poke holes in that is that there's a couple of storylines from the older Bonds where he has like a wife and he specifically targets this one bad guy. And it's like, there's reasons to argue that it's it's individualized. But, but, but is the name James Bond part of the code? Like, is that just like the yeah. identity they step? Yeah, step I, think, I, th- I like that theory and I, I think it works. But um, anyway, what I, did you think about this one, bud? You give it a, give um, a rating. Of the three we watched this week, this is by far the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Pierce Brosnan is not my Bond. I am a, I'm a Roger Moore guy. Sorry. Okay. I just am, but you know, I'm old. Older than you guys. I'm a Moonraker dude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, Always freaking goofy, bro. I, I, like a little, I like a little goofiness in my uh, in my gym, my James Bond movies. Need some Jaws. I need some you know space shuttles and some lasers. Yeah, and, and stuff. You know. Um, but no, this movie was fun. Um, I, I didn't have a lot of issues with this movie. It was a little long. It felt like they, like Matt said earlier, they get they're starting to get into a little more of a a slaction movie type of thing with these in which they really just go full on into with the, with the new movies. I, I, I don't even like the new movies. No, no. Oh, wow. Um, but, um, the, the spirit of bond is here and this is a fun movie and the chicks are hot and, and it's, and they're not into the whole political correctness shit yet. Oh, I think they definitely are. Really? You think yeah. so? Yeah. I, oh, I dude, don't, she's well, straight up I guess, I guess misogynist, so, but I don't really, I did it, I, I wasn't offended. At it, at yeah. I wasn't. Point. Yeah. I, you, you know, so, you know, Money Penny's hot. And um Yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> that nineties, that nineties oh, hairdo that she's got going God, on, dude. She's so hot. I just love her. <laughs> the bangs. Just, oh my god. Oh man. It's so funny. <clears throat> yeah. Love You're it. so old. I know, dude. Mm. <laughs> I immediately see this like, and go, I think my mom had her hair like that. <laughs> some point. She's on, well, you know, I'd probably think your mom was hot. <laughs> okay. You could be my kid. We're moving on. We're 20 years older, you know, so. Um, yeah. You, you, oh my you could be my kid. That's you really could. How um, old are you? 50 I'm 51. Yeah. 33. Yeah. My daughter's 32. I gotta put the martini down. <laughs> Jude, what did you um, think about this movie? <laughs> I, I know. I was just joking. No, um, grade wise, um, it's the best of the week of these three. So I don't know. Uh, I haven't really thought about it. I'm going to go. Three. I'm gonna go three. That's fair. Yeah, I, I I can agree with three that. Three stars. Jude, how about you? Final thoughts. Give it a rating. This is um, my favorite of the three that we watched this week. Re- this week, um, for me, because my first um, my first James Bond was Sean Connery. That is still the the bond that I yeah. think of when I think of James Bond. Totally acceptable. Um, but this was fun. This was a lot of fun, and 
everyone in this was fully committed and knew who their character was. And it was just fun. Like Fabka Jensen was having the best time murdering people. She got off on mowing people down with a machine gun. Like the pure joy in her smile while she was killing people, or at least trying to. (laughs) Yeah. Good for you, girl. (laughs) I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was great. Right on. Uh, Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm freaking drunk. Sorry, dude. Go ahead. (laughs) You Uh, drunk? No. Three Bond girls out of five. Oh, I nice. wish there was five Bond girls. They were hot as hell. Nice. Sean Connery has some freaking smoking hot chicks in his I'm movie. getting some serious Dudley Moore vibes off you right now. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Who? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Katie, you, buddy. I'm the only one who thinks that uh, the word golden eye sounds like a weird sex act. A little bit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You're a weirdo. <laughs> we'll do it later. Next. <laughs> you guys hear about her? I Just gave like her the golden eye. <laughs> we'll invent it. Yeah. The, the, the uh, James Bond and Dirty Sanchez is coming out next year. So, uh, so, um, so th- this is a, a good Bond movie. It's probably one of the best Bond movies out there. Um, I remember seeing this in the theater. It kind of revitalized the franchise after Timothy Dalton's era, which kind of almost tanked it. Um, I love Brosnan as Bond. This was a fun movie. I'd probably give it mm, three golden eyes out of five. Nice. Right on. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. This is oh, a, uh, re- real quick. I forgot to mention Vader. You know, you know the train in this movie uh, that uh, Sean Bean has? Mm-hmm. Uh, on set, they called it the Darth train. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Nice. Nice callback. Um, I totally agree. I'm going to give this a half star more than you guys. This is a three and a half star movie That's for smart. me because I'm... Again, I adore Pierce Brosnan as Bond, so I'm going to give it an extra half a star just because I like him as Bond. Uh, and that'll probably go through the rest of these movies, too. Even though they vary within their quality, I think Brosnan, for me, embodies Bond perfectly. I, I've no, he, he sells it, man. Yeah. In every movie. It, the, the writing in the movies are kind of go down in quality as you go on with his, qual- his, with his career, but him as Bond works every single time for me. Uh, three and a half stars for me. All right, guys, that's it for GoldenEye. Uh, again, like I said, I kind of mentioned this before, but if you are an Amazon customer, uh, these movies are available on Amazon Prime. I highly suggest go check out GoldenEye. Go revisit it. It's great. Um, I have a lot of fun with it. Okay, before we move on to uh, The World Is Not Enough, we're going to take a quick break. and We'll be right back. Bank of Clark County has a comprehensive suite of solutions for your personal and business needs. We offer banking, lending services, and wealth management services with the best-in-class customer service you'd expect from a community bank. Whether you need a checking or savings account, a mortgage or home equity line of credit, a business loan, or to set up a trust or investment account, Bank of Clark County can help. Bank of Clark County. Big Bank Solutions. Community Bank Service. And we've just opened a branch at 530 Blackwell Road in Warrington. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you want to support the podcast and rock some freaking awesome swag, go to SaltyNerdStore.com. We've got the Klingon Lives Matter shirt that is also available on our store, Salty Nerd Club. Every dime that we get from the uh, Salty Nerd Store merch, whether it's stickers or magnets or whatever, T-shirts or whatever, um, it goes right back into the podcast and it goes to growing our quality and the amount of content that we are allowed to put out. Again, our main goal for this podcast is to go full time. So if you want to support us any way you possibly can, Head over to saltynerdstore.com. And, and in December, our- we have some exclusive Ghostbusters themed merchandise. Oh, that's right. We're working on it right now. We're going to get some Ghostbusters Afterlife designs up there on the store that are only going to be available for December, I believe. Oh, only for December. We're going to have a couples t-shirt that says Gatekeeper and Keymaster. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're also going to have one that says Overstimulation Calms Me. I love, that's a great line from that <laughs> yeah. movie. So if you like Ghostbusters as much as we did, um, head over to saltynerdstore.com and grab the swag. It's available. Right now. All right. That was weird. Why did I say that? Okay. Right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next movie on it's our like list. Dr- drunk Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right. All right, all right, all right. Grab myself a martini and be freaking James Bond for a day. Um, oh, man. Matthew McConaughey and James Bond. He, no. no. He's Texan. I'm, I'm down. Don't do this. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. That's the Tito's talking. Yeah. uh, The next movie on our list today, guys, is The World Is Not Enough. Jude, take it away. What is this movie all about? 1999, The World Is Not Enough, rated PG-13 with a runtime of two hours, eight minutes. This had a budget of $135 million. What do you think this brought in? $350. Me? Dude, the Bond girl in this movie. Yeah. Which one was this? Electra. Electra King. Is this the, the... Uh, this is the third one, the um, Russian pipeline one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, three ten. Three sixty one. Yes. <laughs> Good job. How come Matt never plays? Because he already knows. Because I know the answer. Knows. He googles this shit beforehand. You want to know what it's about? Of course I do. All right then. <laughs> Electric King was kidnapped by the guy from the Full Monty, and during their time together, he broke her mind along with the rest of her. She's real traumatized by her kidnapping, but also how her dad handled her ransom. So when her dad dies in a freak explosion murder, James makes it his prerogative to give her his special 24-7 in bed or out brand of safety. He thinks the kidnapper is back to finish the job Electra escaped from and is determined to bring the full Monty down when suddenly he realizes Electra and Monty kind of talk alike. Turns out she was way more pissed at her dad than anyone realized and is in love with her kidnapper. They conspired to blow up her dad and have more up their sleeves. Electra double crosses MI6 and sets out to dominate the world. Thank God poor jilted James just met nuclear physicist Denise Richards, who's already heard every Christmas joke. So like, don't even bother. (laughs) Discuss. God, she was ter- Denise Richards. She was awful. Was terrible, terrible. in this movie. She, she was she so ruined, cliche. She ruined this movie for me. I, I mean, I'm not complaining about looking at her in this movie. Oh, no, she's hot. She's gorgeous. Oh, she's beautiful. She is gorgeous. But her character. She should just do this. 
Oh, she, oh she, that's so misogynistic man, of she, you. She can't act her way out of a paper sack. <laughs> she, okay. her acting brought this movie down. Bless her heart. She is not good with the script. Oh my gosh. What, there, I, there was a, I what, detonated the bomb. Yeah. So therefore you can uh, now Brosnan's, do science things. Brosnan's working overtime as James Bond in this oh, movie. Yeah. He's trying really hard. He's trying really hard. He's like, what do I need to defuse a nuclear bomb? You need me. It was, yeah. it was so flat. Her delivery is so flat. But- I still love this movie. I have a lot of fun with this movie. Elect- it was a little bit of fun. Electric King. Oh, freaking Sophie, Sophie Marceau. 12 year old me. Can't get any better than this. I feel like Kadish has some feels about her too, because he has been talking about her all week. Oh, oh yeah. The way she pronounces the word Bond. Bond. <laughs> so hot. James Bond. Oh my God, dude. Uh, this, the Bond girls in this movie Make up for the flaws. Well, listen, man. Um, I think, the, I think the, so. The, I don't the, know. The, Bond girls, the Bond girls in any movie better elevate the movie. The Bond girls are not enough. Because Bond <laughs> girls are important to a James Bond movie. And very important, yes. Um, but yeah, as far as like the storyline goes, I, I was, it was like a nice little intrigue. You know, there's some sabotage going on. There's some... Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Bond, the whole movie Bond. I think he was like making up, trying to make up for maybe Tomorrow Never Dies. Because that movie's not that great. In this movie, he came back and he took it. I think he took it a little more seriously. Was this his third third movie? So yeah. we didn't watch the second one. Yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. So oh, look at Money Penny. Oh, oh Money Penny's oh, haircut in this is not it's terrible. That Butch you, haircut. Rocked. What are you talking about, dude? The Butch haircut. Come good. on, She's that cute. is so freaking like. If that happened today, you ever to be like, oh my god, they're going freaking Captain Marvel. Why they make him look? <laughs> you're, you're saying she looks like a boy? I don't. I'll, I don't, I'll do I don't it see it. <laughs> I found you. <laughs> Just, that's freaking that that is 100 percent. you're not wrong yeah. but she has enough makeup on her face oh my gosh you are a misogynist <laughs> put some makeup on that face no dude but yeah that is brie larson-esque no, so bad dude. well you're gonna say the same thing about she M? smiles a bit more M, M, i am not she, fucking with judy dench dude. she's kind of hot for an old lady she's got judy dench is aggressively british judy well, dench yeah. judy the, <laughs> Judy Dench can pull that shit off. Yes. And you don't you say, mess you with say, her. Old lady Judy Dench comes up to you and she goes, you're, you're taking me right D- now. D- yes, and queen. You're, you're going to do it. Right. Yeah, 100%. That's right. You bend yes, the queen. Knee. You bend yeah. the knee. Yes. <laughs> if, if she was Khaleesi, the show would oh, be over. Yeah. Yeah. more like, tell Cersei it was me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you do not no, mess dude, with Judy Dench, I got a dude. Weird, I think I got a weird crush on my family. All right, that's fine. I don't know why. I her haircut is atrocious in this movie, but that's okay. It's all, it we've all had bad haircuts. Yeah, yeah. we've all gone I've through had that bangs phase. Before I, I liked her in the last movie. There's pictures. Better. Yeah, there's pictures of me with freaking Lloyd, Lloyd Christmas haircut from when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, with you. glasses yeah, and everything. At least he got hair, dude. I, I got none. It's brutal. <laughs> oh, I'm working it. I'm, I'm like, gonna have I'm, like, I'm down to a, I'm down to a one gauge on my yeah, clippers. Just, I'm okay. just over it. Anyway, um, the opening scene uh, for this movie with him like talking to the Swiss banker, like those those puns. <laughs> yeah, they were bad. So bad, but so good at the same time. I don't remember. Hit me with some puns. Oh shit! What did he say? He's like, oh, um, oh, maybe you failed to uh, account for my. Hidden assets. Oh, and I he do freaking, remember that one. He blows the bomb up. Yeah, like it's awesome. It's pure James. Uh-huh. Uh, I love it. And Pierce Brosnan pulls it off. Yeah. And then and there's the, that assassin girl in the bank yeah. room. Yeah. yeah Don't do it. She's Don't blow the, us up. She's called the cigar girl, right? Yeah, the cigar girl. Yeah. Uh, 
Money Penny again. There's another pen, like or another pun, where he brings the cigar. But I brought something just for you, Money Penny. Oh, and so he brings dirty. the cigar. Oh, like, and oh, I love it when she's like, "I know just what, what to do with that." Yeah. He and I throws was like, it away. Oh, shit, Money Penny. <laughs> I think that's the thing I like about her is she, she doesn't she, she, she doesn't give a shit. She doesn't give a shit. He sexually harasses her so hard, and in she every single she gives it movie. right back to him. She though. just she loves is it. Super into it. Oh, though. she's yeah. so into it, and I yeah. think that's why I like her. Because she just, yeah, she's, she's not hot. to be confused mm. with when you're sexually harassing yeah. someone at work and they're not well, yeah. into well, it. Well, if, yeah. if, if Bond looked like Dane DeVito, he'd be hit up by HR by now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd let Pierce Brosnan hit on me. Have you seen him lately? Mm. His freaking beard is on point, bro. Mm. Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, like, he's aged well. His beard is I, I remember him from well. Fire Saga. He yeah. did a movie recently. It was just a cash grab for him. I'll, I'll straight up say, but it had, it had, um, Dave Batista in it. Pierce Brosnan is just blessed with uh, good looks, good genes. Yeah. He's yeah. got some good DNA going on. So you know, I'm jealous. Oh, good for so, him. Yeah. See, well, which one are you looking at? He's got the uh, Colonel Sanders. Oh thing no, going. no, not that one. No, no. I mean, it's it's a good Colonel Sanders, but no, there's a picture of him with a full beard. It's a black and white photo. It's like, God damn. No, not that one either. I'll show you. In a minute. Anyway, um, keep scrolling. Please continue your conversation. This opening scene uh, with the boat chase, with the boats, yeah. so freaking good. This, this, is is the, good. this is the best boat chase I've ever seen on film. This is the best part of the movie. Yeah. Well, Do you think so? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, right. I, I disagree with that. But like, typically, when I see a boat chase in a movie, I'm very bored because mm -hmm. it's like boats. It's <laughs> it's not as visceral as cars. They don't right? go fast. Too yeah. many boats, not enough hose. Yeah, but but in this movie, like this is the most engaging kind of like interesting um, uh, boat chase I think I've ever seen uh, put to film. And you know, rewatching it, it's great. There's a moment where uh, Bond takes the the boat underwater. And he mm -hmm. like just fixes his tie yes. and he's underwater. And the music hits right right then. Like, and that's the thing that Brosnan brought to the character. Like, if right. you look at every movie that he's in, he always just kind of like takes a moment to fix his tie. Yeah. Uh, but that was like a, a choice moment because he's like, he's underwater and he's just like, oh, yeah. 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 He's such a badass that like, he doesn't even give a shit that what's going on. He's like, I got to look good while I'm doing it. Yeah. He's so I, smugly character. Oh, I love it. Here's the thing about this movie, though. Um, I watched this movie just a couple of days ago. And I don't really remember what it was about. It doesn't matter. No, it's about an oil pipeline. You know it's an I mean? oil pipeline. Well, that, that's, Actually, how, that's how disinterested I was really? after watching this movie. It just uh, no, I, I it kind of bored me. Actually, th this movie was based off of the, the book Goldfinger. Mm -hmm. And the plot to Goldfinger, it, the, the villain plot, is basically the same as this movie's, where this movie basically just took Goldfinger's plot and changed it from gold to oil. Yeah. And, and that's what, well, what there it is. Isn't, there isn't even, These, oh. they're, they're kind of cookie cutter movies, right? It's just, there's a, a scene in this movie where somebody dies from being suffocated by oil, right? Isn't there an oil chick in this movie or no, no, that oh, was no, quantum of solace. Yeah. That's quantum. That's a Daniel Craig thing. Never mind. Sorry. Um, they should have done. Well, Robbie Coltrane almost drowned in oil in this movie. So who in his, um, calamari or something. Oh yeah, that's right. Calamari. Well, yeah, well, he has I, own brand. I, I mean, like it was, um, it was what, what do you call it? Uh, the, he, he was reprising his character from Goldeneye. Yeah. And at a certain point, he double crosses Bond in this movie and uh, Electra tries to assassinate him. And he's kind of in this pool of, of oil. And Bond is kind of like going to let him drown unless he gives up like yeah. you know, what he did for Electra. Um, but this is actually my favorite Brosnan Bond movie. It's really good. Like, like it's, even though I, I think Goldeneye is probably a better movie. For whatever reason, this movie just to me is is the best of his offering. I think what it has to do is the shootout in the 
a nuclear test silo. Mm. And uh, Robert Carlyle plays the kind of the main bad guy. What's his name? Renard. Yeah. And um, basically Renard, uh, they tr- the British government tried to assassinate him and he has a bullet lodged in his brain and the bullet's slowly making its way to mm-hmm. like his cerebral, to like the, the, the center of his brain, which yeah. is eventually going to kill him. But as the bullet moves through his brain, it, it knocks out like his, his senses. So he like basically he, gets superpowers. Yeah. Well, he can't feel pain. He can't, you know, feel he can like push himself harder and farther than any other man. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, like, like, like he, even though his body like takes damage, like he, he can't feel it. Yeah. And so like that makes him kind of like a formidable opponent because when you're fighting him, like, you know, he's not going to, register all the damage he's taking mm-hmm. oh so he's like the dude they deadpool fought yeah. yeah so in the silo um where they're having the shootout uh he's trying renard's trying to steal this nuclear bomb and um bond has to kind of fight his way through all of his henchmen and get to him and there's a moment there where uh renard gets into this elevator and the door closes and bond just comes up and just like fucking shoots him like right square in the eyes but the bulletproof glass of the elevator stops the bullet. And there's just like this like bullet hole where like, you know, the bullet yeah. impacted and he, and uh, Renard's just like looking at Bond, like he owns him. And it, it's, it's just such a great like hero versus villain moment. Like to me, I always get chills when I watch that scene because it's such the embodiment of what I think a good spy movie is, yeah. which is, you know, versus like these like, super bad guys. The, the strong suit of this movie, I think is, the um, there's always in any Bond movie, there's always the intellectual challenge and the physical challenge. So normally in a Bond movie, you have the henchman is the physical challenge and he has to go up against like the, the Sean Connery had to go up against the freaking big Asian dude with the, the hat or jaws or somebody like that. That's the physical challenge. The main bad guy is the mental challenge where he has to overcome them using his wits. So there's always two elements to every Bond movie. In this one, I loved when you start the movie out, you're thinking like, oh, Renard is the freaking mental challenge and he has to fight him off. He has to figure out a way to beat him. And then his all of Renard's henchmen, just like basically the Russian bad guys, the, the no name freaking para pilots or whatever, like those are the physical challenge. And then the, like halfway through the movie flips and it turns out that Renard is the physical challenge. Yeah, he's and the henchman. And Electric King is the mastermind behind it all. I freaking love that, that and, how the tables and, turn. And, and this was one of those few times where like the main villain is a woman for a bomb Yeah, movie. is also the femme fatale from, for, I love femme, saying that. Femme the femme fatale. I love <laughs> saying I, that. I really enjoyed the relationship between Electra and Renard. Yeah. And like how the flip side to him having his superpower is that. He can't feel pleasure. He can't feel anything. Yeah. And he's just saying, the, he's he's just like whispering sweet nothings in her ear while they're mm-hmm. in bed. And he's like, you're so this and you're so that and you're so smooth and you're so sensual. And, he, and she just She's goes, like, how do you she know? goes, how do you know? Yeah. She's so cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and th- that scene in, in the silo where uh, Renard sets off the bomb and James Bond has to like, you know, escape it uh, as the explosion's coming after him. Sean Connery was actually on set during that day when Brosnan oh, was, was doing that stunt. That's awesome. And, and so like he was there and he watched Brosnan do the stunt. And afterwards uh, he came up and he's like, I don't think they're paying you enough. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was on set for this movie. That's so freaking cool, man. Did yeah. they offer him a bunch of whiskey or something? <laughs> <laughs> and a tailored suit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like oh my gosh. That I mean, if I was Brosnan, oh, right? I love stories like that. Yeah, I do too. Like you're, you're, you imagine, I imagine myself as being Brosnan. You're on set. You're doing this cool stunt. You're James Bond. Freaking Sean Connery comes uh, up and compliments yeah, you on a scene. I, I feel just like there's, there's probably I would be so like, nervous. Oh, dude, I'd be like, oh my God, dude. I feel like, well, I feel like well, he said they're not paying you enough because he almost got incinerated Burnt? by yeah. a fireball. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go ahead. I feel like there's probably like a brotherhood of 
Bond of actors. Bonds? Yeah. Brotherhood like, brother of Bonds. They, they probably all get together. Who's like left? Some right? island somewhere and hang out. Is Connery's. Well, well, Dalton. I think Lazenby's still alive. <laughs> yeah. So um, you got. Connery's Shutters. gone, but you got Craig, you got it's Pierce. Just hot chicks dancing yeah. on Roger, the horizon. Roger Moore died not too long. Ago. It was a uh, nineteen or um two thousand like ten or eleven yeah. or something like that. I remember seeing something about him. Listen, huh. on the Isle of Bond, there is no time. That's right. There is no death. There was only Bond. Can you write and a martinis. poem? Can you write a poem and then like whisper it in my ears? Yes, all the time? I can do that. <laughs> one, one, one thing I wanted to point out is that I really like the opening song. Yes, this movie. Yep. Probably more than any of the other ones. It was it was done by the the band Garbage. Huh. Um, so like it, it's it's kind of emo, but at the same time, I feel like it works. I I, not, I just love the the world is not enough. Yeah, the is like the slogan. Is, I'm yeah, not hearing it in my head right now. You're gonna have to refresh my memory. I'm not gonna sing it for you. No, but I, you can I, listen I, to no, it. Later. No, 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 I'll listen to it later. <laughs> I am terribly see, and, and that's, and that's over. the thing. And that's the thing I have about this whole movie is I'm not remembering anything about this movie. It's too forgettable. And I just watched it. I don't remember the plot. It, it does feel like it's way too long. You, you know what I mean? It's just like I watched three movies this week and I feel like I watched the same movie three times. The thing that's and way so, too so things are getting intermixed and, and interchanged with me in my head. The thing that's way too long in most of these movies is the music video at the beginning. Like, I know you love the song and that's fine, but like, I don't I don't get why there has to be a full production of the music video it's before a, it's, we it's get a to bond the movie. it's a legacy thing fine but it's too long no see this it's is the so this long. is another one where like okay i i like i said i based the um the opening yeah. music on whether or not i'm going to enjoy the movie yeah i love this opening song you start off a bond movie by testing yourself yes it's like you're, there's there's certain things with bond movies that you have to have you have to have the opening action sequence mm -hmm. you have to have it's you're usually looking, a chase. So looking down the barrel of the scope where he points yeah. and goes, you know, and you have to have the credit scene with, with the music. Yeah. It's just, it's a if, legacy. If, if those aren't in a bond movie, it's not a, bond it's movie. Not a fucking bond and, movie. And speaking of legacy. Uh, so this was the last time that Desmond Llewellyn uh, played the role of Q. Oh yeah. And yeah. they introduced John Cleese, who in this movie was R, but uh, <laughs> he became Q later if on. If you're Q, does that make sense? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> one of the things I found interesting was that I always thought that Desmond Llewellyn just died of old age, but he actually died in a car accident. Oh, um, oh which, no. which, which is why this was like his last, one but they How they, bond of him. They, they, right? they set it up so like this was like a nice like goodbye to his character yeah um oh my even though they had planned to bring him back for the next movie the last line that he says in this movie is so freaking awesome and I, I'm, I like i said i didn't know if they like had planned him never coming back because he was his health was failing or whatever but like he was like i've always tried to teach you two things bond <laughs> never let them see you bleed and always have an escape plan. And then he's, he drops down into the freaking yeah. pool table. I'm like, that you could not ask for a better freaking send off. What dude. an exit. What an exit. And then right. ugh, it's awesome. I, I freaking loved it. it. It's one of my favorite moments in this movie. Yeah, of, of any Bond movie. He gets really mad at Bond for ruining his retirement. Plan. <laughs> that <laughs> was like, my retirement boat. <laughs> that was not for you. That boat was very Batman. Oh, pipe down oh, it 007. Was it was totally a Bat boat. Oh, yeah. It absolutely was. Yeah. I love yeah, that. he always gets on his case about like butting with his lunch. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch that. 
That's my lunch. <laughs> it's freaking so freaking awesome. Uh, can, can we talk about Denise Richards a little bit more? Sure. Uh, oh yeah. So we have to. Yeah. So, no. Yeah, we do have so, to. So uh, she yeah, was Christmas Jones. She was the first Bond girl to ever be nominated for a Razzie. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's fair. Uh, but, but, <laughs> oh, she won. But but they they dressed her because um, around the time uh, Laura Croft and Tomb Raider were very popular, so they modeled her character after Laura Croft. Oh, God damn it, Hollywood. <laughs> and uh, it, it's kind of funny because she's like what in her like mid-20s yeah and she's, like she's a, a nuclear, nuclear physicist, physicist working in russia yeah. Yeah. dismantling bombs it just it's <laughs> and, and she, looking like denise richards she's in her freaking like her quarantine suit or whatever she takes it off she's wearing a tank top and she's much of her face is yeah. visible while she's in her quarantine and then she suit. takes she takes it off she's in a freaking tank top and short shorts she might as yeah. well have two guns yeah, no, no bra yeah no bra i'm just like i mean well, you don't need a bra i mean, mean what, what I'm not hell? complaining, but at the Listen, same time, nobody's saying Denise Richards isn't just like gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, but, but man, but, you need but, to work, but, work the, a little harder. This movie yeah. has my favorite Bond one-liner of all time, and it comes at the very end where he's having sex with Christmas Jones, and he's <laughs> like, "I thought Christmas only came once a year." <laughs> I, I mean, what a perfect way to end the movie. Uh, right? She's Terrible. already heard all of the but, jokes, but, except but, for but do, that one. <laughs> do you do you remember the uh, the controversy over uh, the, um, Bond having sex with her in, in this movie? There was a controversy. No, there, I, there was a controversy. So it was implied, like early on when we first meet Christmas Jones, because the uh, Russian Colonel is talking about her. He's like, every guy has tried to get with her. She's a lesbian, pretty much. Oh. And, and, and the controversy was like, Bond is is so hot as a man. He, can, he turns he can, lesbian. oh, lesbians. Put uh, that switch. Uh, <laughs> I got the impression that they all just assumed that she was a lesbian yeah, because, because what, she what, didn't want to have sex with any of yeah, them. Yeah, but, but the LGBTQ plus community uh, oh, back wow, then yeah. basically raised a big stink about it because they're like, how dare like James Bond, you know, turn a lesbian straight, you know, like whatever. And back then you could you could tell those people to shut up and they'd listen to you. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, tough luck, kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not anymore. But, uh, oh. you, you know, like I just remember like when this movie came out and there were lots of news stories about it, but everyone was just kind of like, it's Bond. Shut up. Yeah, really? I don't remember that. But I, I think that still applies. It's Bond. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Let bang and bonds bang. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Denise Richards. Smoking hot, <laughs> terrible actor in yeah. this in this movie. Oh she's, God. she's, I just, she's you know, so you know, not good. I just think of her as as a, as a uh, Sheen's baby mama now. That's all. That's the only thing she is to me. Uh, I still I still see Starship Troopers. Well, she was pretty hot, but she was like she couldn't act in that either. No, no, absolutely she, not. She shared the screen with Dina Meyer. Well, she you did. know. Dina Meyer's uh, half star for Dina Meyer. Great white buffalo. She's she's a uh, she's an American treasure. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that movie she was in with Paul Walker? In fact, I might, where, where I might, I might give this. I'm, oh, Tina and the Dinosaur. Tina, Tina and the T Rex. Tina and the T Rex. Tina and the T Rex. I, I might give this movie an extra half star because just because third party Dina Meyer because she's three degrees from Dina Meyer's boobs. <laughs> so I accept those <laughs> words. <laughs> We'll see. We'll have to see how I go. Oh my god, you you are ridiculous, sir. Oh my gosh. The only thing will make it better is if we get to see her actual boobs. Has she ever actually had her boobs out anywhere? I think so. In that movie with uh, Nev Campbell, right? Oh, Wild Thing. Wild Things. I'm pretty really? sure she was topless in that. Because I feel like she's just like the consummate prick tease. So I, I talking I've, about Christmas Jones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I, I mean Denise Richards. So. In the 90s, like she did Starship Troopers, she did this movie, and then she did Wild Things. And so she was like a really hot commodity at the time. And then people realized beyond her looks, there's really nothing to <laughs> she's it. She's like 
Got nothing in the brain. Yeah. Well, that's not nice. I mean, she's, <laughs> not, not nice. she's not a good actress. Well, okay. Well, well you know, she's every time she talks sciencey in this movie, you're just like, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't buy it. Yeah. I, don't buy I mean, it. she can go and be a model, and I'm, I'm like, sorry. all for it. I'm man. sorry, I'm being mean to Denise Richards because <laughs> I'm drinking. And- Make as much money as you can being a model, but as far as acting goes, like, she's yeah. so stiff and and just not not convincing my, at my, all. My, yeah, yeah, but that also shit. might be the writers. Like I when you're like, like hey, no. we're going to have this this freaking nuclear physicist, but we also want her to be a super hot Bond chick. Okay, but you, how I, hot is Electra King? And she's oh, also yeah, but, killing this role. Well, 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 you know who was originally supposed to play uh, Christmas Jones was who? Tiffany Amber Thiessen from uh, oh. back to, um, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Mm. The chick from Showgirls? No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, no, that was Jesse no, Spano. The one, the one with Zach. The brunette. Dark hair. Oh, she's in Chuck too, right? No, uh, no. Am I getting my actor? I, I'm not a Saved by the Bell person. I have no yeah, idea. I'm not freaking, either. But, but yeah, you should know those chicks. Okay, come on, man. Sure, the '90s and '80s chicks. Yeah, I'll get right <laughs> on that. Um, anyway, you were like four when that. Yeah, that not right? yeah, yeah, not my era, dude. I know jack shit about Saved yeah, by the Bell. But this was the most successful Bond movie up until the next one. Uh, grossed the mo- more money than any other Bond movie ever, and you know I enjoy this movie. I, I do. Too. I, I think I think it's my favorite, uh, not just of the Brosnan Bond, but of all Bond so far. Mm. And uh, you know, admittedly, I think Goldeneye is a little bit better, but to me, like this movie, I mean, the castle that MI6 is is running their operation out of is the same one from Highlander. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know. uh, Michael Apted directed this. He's a very skilled director. Uh, the boat chase, best boat chase in any movie yeah, I've ever cool seen. Uh, Robert Carlyle kills it. Sophie Marceau is gorgeous. Like, there's just a lot to yeah. like about this movie. I totally agree. Uh, this is one of my favorite Bond movies, and uh, everybody's on point. Everybody's on point, I'll, except I'll just, except just, for Denise Richards. I'll just R- agree to uh, disagree. Okay, I'm bored. Well, well, let's polish this off then. Uh, what do you give it for a rating? Um, two and a half. Hmm. Yeah, wow. it's middle of the road. Okay, like I said, I don't remember what it was about. And I watched that, it three days ago. That's, so that just tells me that I'm kind of like, eh, it was kind of forgettable. Okay. I don't know what else to say about it. So. Jude? Um, I, I feel similarly. Like, I, I do remember what it was about. And I was on board throughout it. The only thing that really didn't work for me was um, Denise Richards. She's just not a good actor. No. Yeah. Um, and I hate her name in it. But that's that's. That's just my thing. It's Christmas the, Jones. Yeah, it's not the movie's fault. I just didn't like it. Um, but she's just ter- she's a terrible actor in this. I don't know any Christmas jokes or doctor jokes. Doctor jokes. Yeah. Christmas yeah. Jones. Christmas Jones. That's a weird name. Ridiculous. It's, name. it's, it's I. You it's, know, if okay, you're, listen. If you're in a Bond movie, they need to be kind of dirty. That's a, that's like, exa- like Volvo Thank Labiosis you. or Thank something. You. Oh, you know? my name is Pussy Galore. No yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, she needed to be named something of the female anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. Ariola Ari- something. Well, well, you know? well, well no, they, they had the line "Christmas only comes once a year," yeah. and they so needed, they, they, they named her something for to, a pun. Yeah. her name should have been Tits Christmas. Or something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean that's how Bond movies are written. I don't know if you know this or not. <laughs> Tits Christmas. So I feel the same way as Peter. It's a two and a half, I guess. Yeah, I guess. okay. It's like an two and a half ish. Okay, all right, and that's half stars counting. Third, third degree knowledge. Third degree, of, not Dina Meyer. Not or that's Dina with Dina the extra half star with yeah, Dina yeah. Meyer somehow involved. Yeah, yeah. If you've ever because the a actress she was in a movie with Dina Meyer. Dina Meyer. Shouldn't that be a quarter star? You then? get residual stars. Okay, I'll give it a quarter star. Two Co- and a quarter. Okay, 
I was going to say, because if two it's two and a quarter star for not having Dina Meyer's boobs in it. Right. But somebody was in the movie that was in a movie with Dina Meyer <laughs> when she had Dina Meyer's boobs out. Six degrees of Dina Meyer boobs. Go. Okay. And you're yeah, we got we to get, get Dina Meyer on this show. She's not going to come on the show. We got to get her on this Dude, show. Dude, we no, saw her. We saw her at the crew, at the, the Star Trek thing, and we were like, "Hey, do you want to come over?" She's like, "No, no, fuck you guys. I, we're never going to get her on the show." <laughs> but we love your boobs. <laughs> I want to see your boobs. You gotta stop. You don't understand. <laughs> we get we get movies a half a star just for being like within three degrees of your tits. It's not misogynistic at all. It's a compliment. We gotta figure out how to make a t-shirt. No, <laughs> we really do. Oh, we have eighties tits. Why not Dina Meyer? We do not let you around Dina Meyer ever. It's like, how you doing? <laughs> no, dude. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, if he was ever within like a half mile of Dina Meyer, here's, here's what his happen. hands, uh, without his she, knowledge, would he come was. up. And he'd just, he'd just w- be like, <laughs> I would clam up like a like a. Yeah, you'd be embarrassed. Room. You'd be like, oh shit, I can't believe I said all that weird <laughs> ass shit. Nice boobs. Okay, all right, Matt, what do you get? <laughs> uh, like I said, this is my favorite uh, of all the the bonds, and. Uh, I'd give it uh, three tits Christmases out of five. <laughs> <laughs> tits Christmases. So, yeah. so like, like, like this is a this is a guilty pleasure movie for me. Right. I definitely really like this film. Um, for me, this is pretty much on level with Goldeneye. I find it just as much enjoyable. The puns are the same. Like everybody's on point. The adventure is the same. Russians with the bad guys. I'm good to go. I'll give it. Uh, when did I do the first one? Three, three. and a half. Three, 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 no, three and a half. I'll give this one three and a half martinis uh, out of five. Uh, it's it's a really, really fun movie. Bras on some point. I love it. How's that martini feeling? I'm I'm having to really slow down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you water. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, before we move on to the last uh, die another day, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Uh, stay tuned. When you shop at Wise, you now get rewards points for almost everything you buy. From cereal to cat food to ice cream, there's plenty of points to be found. And all those points add up to big savings on food or fuel. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, before we uh, move into the last movie in today's uh, episode, I'd like to remind everybody, go to saltynerdclub.com and join the Saltiner community. We have a fantastic group of people over there that we chat with every single day, and it's growing. We've got new people coming in all the time, and uh, we love our community over there. Saltiner Club, that is where um, we get to hang out with our fans of the podcast. We get to chat. There's a lot of uh, interactions. I know there's People always tell us uh, that like we go to a, you go to somebody else's discord and they're like not really there. And it's just kind of like people who are all fans. We, as a podcast, we're there every single day. That's where we go to communicate with our, with people who like the podcast. So join up. If you want to chat with us, that's where the, uh, where the fun happens. We do all kinds of cool stuff over there. Saltinerclub.com. Okay. Last movie on our list today. Oh my gosh. This one's rough. Um, <laughs> Which one is this? Die another day. Guess right? I'll die. Okay. So which one was? I've had this stupid song stuck in my head. This is the last movie that he did as as. So the problem is I'm having is I'm I'm, they're all running in together with me. Yeah. So who was the bad guy and what was the plot? I'll tell you when I do the synopsis. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Jude, take it away. What is this movie all about? 2002, Die Another Day, rated PG-13 with a runtime of two hours 13 minutes. Feels like eight hours. Yeah, it does. It feels really long. Yeah. Uh, the budget for this was $142 million. What do you think this made? It probably made 200, but uh, I don't think it deserved it. 400, <laughs> 410 
thousand million dollars. Four hundred thirty-one point nine million dollars. Are you kidding me? Dollars. Yes. Oh, fuck this. Man. I won that one. Halle Berry. It, it, it's the highest-grossing James Bond film. That's ridiculous. <laughs> just that goes is, to show you, people will watch whatever. That is a hundred percent riding the coattails of gotta, Goldeneye and Tomorrow or the the world is not enough. Just you, gotta, you just got to slap Bond on the title and it makes money. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is this movie's aggressively. I bad. think what helped was the marketing was Halle Berry in that bathing suit in mm. all of the posters. Oh, yeah. Also, this movie made like 170 million dollars just off of product placement alone. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was in the green before it even started shooting. Oh, with like, um, was there some Pepsi cans in this? What? No, it was Austin Martin. Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Whatever you British people say. <laughs> there were like 21 different companies that paid millions of dollars to have their products featured in this yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you ready? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Gone Girl is a double agent responsible for betraying James to a Norwegian diamond mogul who's actually a North Korean diamond kingpin who changed his name, face, and accent. Gustav Graves is all Brit on the outside and all evil laser blood diamond guy on the inside. He's got a score to settle and a father to reunite with, but James Bond and Halle Berry are on the mission to save the world from giant freaking lasers and guys with diamonds in their cheeks. Also, Madonna is a very important fencing coach. Please discuss. This movie is trash. so bad. This is the one with the sun laser. Yes. Yes. Dude, okay. this movie is so and, and, aggressively and the guy bad. With the pins in his face. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because right. he blew up a grenade and the diamonds were there yeah. and it went into his face. Like, oh, I remember the guy with the expensive was, acne. This, Fuck you. Listen, this was a fucking awesome. Uh, Awesome. <laughs> this was an Austin Powers movie. And much like it kind of was. It really was. In the last one, we talked about like Denise Richards was beautiful, <clears throat> but she's a terrible actor. Yeah. Halle Berry is beautiful and she's a great actor, but she was really boring. Oh, and she was so bad. The puns that they back and forth, like their whole conversation, it had zero chemistry. Was just sexual yeah. puns that had no chemistry. Exactly. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. I'm like yeah. these people should not be having sex. <laughs> that doesn't make any and sense. And also, at the end, like they're having sex on top of diamonds. I was like, that would be that would super hurt. annoying. Uh, t- no, no, thank oh you. Oh my god. The whole my response to that. <laughs> so okay um my barometer for bond movies can i sit through the opening uh musical no i don't even the, i don't even it's like them so, so this, like, this madonna song was, was voted oh it was madonna it was, it was madonna yeah. day. and it's got like the auto-tune it's bullshit it was, it's been voted the worst bond song of all the bond movies and it, and it won the golden raspberry for worst song <laughs> that year it's so aggressively 1990, whatever the hell. Like 2002, man. Oh, no, it's so bad. Like the auto tune. 2002? Oh. Everything about the opening sequence. That's what, when I was watching this movie and I like, I, I must have had like PTSD or something because I, I heard this song and I was like, oh no, this is the shitty Bond movie. Like it's so aggressively Just bad. I want you guys to all know that Kadish did this to us. <laughs> He wouldn't, we have, he wouldn't no, no. What we, we did, we have North Koreans instead of Russians now, right? But that's okay. I mean, I mean the, still the villain. Yeah, the villain is fine. It, it's not a bit. That's not what challenges this. Can movie. we talk about the fact that the main villain was actually a North Korean who was pretending to be a Brit yes. because he changed his face? Yeah, because they did face off with John Travolta. Face and they, off. They, yeah, they they, they used gene uh, therapy to actually alter the guy's DNA to change him from. North Korean to white they, British they guy. They literally like whitewashed the villain. <laughs> nice. He like reunites with his father who thought that he had been dead this whole time. Yeah. And his accent is still British. Amazing. So bad. 
Yeah. God, so How long do we have to talk about this movie? Not long. Not long. <laughs> Stay salty, my friends. <laughs> Enjoy your day. <laughs> yeah. Is, is Money Penny, I don't remember, is Money Penny hot in this one? I don't, I don't even remember. Well, she still got that haircut. There's, there's a funny story here where Pierce Brosnan talked about how one time he was in a pub and uh, this guy comes up and he's, he's like, Mr. Brosnan, I'd like to shake your hand. And so he's like, oh, okay. He thinks he's a fan. He shakes his hand. And the guy's like, this is the closest my hand will ever come to Halle Berry's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and Brosnan was just like, oh, no. oh, all right. Yeah, okay. I would be all right with that. He's like sticking diamonds in her belly button. She's like, mm, please don't, leave it in, don't James. Don't take it out. Don't take it So, no, weird. Okay, so. And, and, and they're in like some weird remote Buddhist temple, like having sex with on top of diamonds. In a wrecked sense. helicopter, so isn't it? Well, is that it? was like the very end scene yeah, of the movie. Yeah. But anyway, um. <laughs> So Halle Berry, I remember the marketing for this movie was all about Halle Berry in the legacy yeah. bikini was, from the playing, Sean Connery playing movie. Playing Jinx, yeah. Yeah, playing Jinx. Like, everything was about Halle Berry being in this movie. Yes. And then when I see her and she comes out and she's in the freaking orange bikini with the little diving knife, I'm like, yeah, she's great. And then yeah. everything after that, horrible. You, you, can't, you can't ever tell anybody that Halle Berry isn't hot. No, she's gorgeous. She's beautiful. She's Terrible. Really well, well, they were actually going to do a spinoff with her, like where she was going to be the, the main character as like a female spy spinoff series. But um, around the time that this movie came out, they, you had Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle and Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. Both terrible and, movies. And, and both were like big box office failures. And so Hollywood was like, oh, people aren't ready for <laughs> action stars. So like they just shelved it. And and Halle Berry was so passionate about it. She's like, I'll do it for free. Let's just make this movie. And Hollywood was like, mm, no. When did, <laughs> when did Catwoman come out? I have no idea. It was in the early 2000s. For yeah, sure. it was, I'll look it up. But man, like every woman in this movie is also a secret spy. And I'm like, where's my femme fatale? Where's my evil bad well, the, girl? The femme fatale is a gone girl chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah but th I didn't this, care. this was Rosamund Pike. was Pike's, also, sorry. This was Rosamund Pike's first movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, like this was her debut film as a Bond girl. Who was oh she? God. She was also an MI6 Frost. agent, though. Agent Frost. Miranda Frost. She she was the blonde uh, sidekick to the main bad guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You remember she's the fencing coach again. I actually, actually, she was these. just a fencing girl. Yeah. Uh, okay. Madonna I was the fencing coach. Madonna. Madonna's yeah. in this movie. Yes. How, how do you not know Madonna? I in put this it movie? in my wow. synopsis. Madonna is a very important fencing. coach. I thought coach. that was a joke. No. Who the hell is she in this movie? She's, she's the, the fencing, fencing coach. coach. She literally shows she's up at the fencing club. She's standing there like this, and she's like, mm, yes, I've trained her in everything she knows how to yeah, do, Mr. I did Bond. Completely and then forgettable. she makes the introduction. That was Madonna? Yes. What the fuck? Yes, that was Madonna. <laughs> and, and actually, there was a whole subplot in this movie that was cut out where Madonna and Ro Ro Rosamund Pike's character were actually like lovers. They were like lesbians together. Oh, of course. And uh, the director decided to, to take all that out of the movie um, because audiences the only hated Madonna. The, <laughs> the only smart thing he did with this movie was take Madonna out of it. I uh, no, this the I'm way sorry. I'm sorry, but the way that Kadish talks about lesbians cracks me up. <laughs> lesbian like, lesbian lesb lady like, lovers. He, he says it like, like they're like magical well. unicorns. Like, you guys think lesbians. <laughs> lesbians. And then and then when he talks hot. about it like it's a disease, he's like their lesbianism. <laughs> I, I only I only use that language because Jude always hates it when I do it. So 
I like to torture her. <laughs> I just... hate it, and it makes me laugh, and I hate myself <laughs> that I'm laughing. Catwoman was 2004. Okay. Oh, yeah, so it was right after, right this. after this. Yeah, so she's like, well, fine. If I'm going to be a Bond girl, I'm going to be Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. Was she better in that? I don't no. remember. No? Was, was she a lesbian in that movie? <laughs> no, no, she definitely wasn't. <laughs> she I mean, did uh, fight a chick, though. You know what? I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. It was oh, so aggressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't have to watch it. <laughs> Didn't it it's win really the Razzies? Good. Yeah, it swept the Razzies. Yeah, it was wow, like, yeah. good. <laughs> and Halle Listen, Berry actually showed up to accept her award. Listen, I'm, I love it. Like Halle Berry, all the respect in the world because she was in these two awful movies within four years of each other, mm-hmm. and she still has a career. What has she done lately? She's. She, you know what? She has had some highs and lows. She has won I mean, Academy she, Awards. Yeah. She has been in some blockbusters. She's been in indie films. She's a phenomenal actor. She's made oh, she was in John Wick. She made some trash. John Wick's That's right. right. She was. Yeah, she, she was a dog girl. She was gorgeous in that movie. Listen, Holy shit, yeah, I love with the German movie. Shepherds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That freaking movie's awesome. Yeah. She does not age. No, she no, doesn't. Beautiful. I follow her on Instagram. It's <sighs> freaking hot. Well, Good for her. You, 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 you know what's funny about this movie is that so it was based off of the book Moonraker. Um, it's basically what? yeah, it's basically like roughly the same kind of like villain plot as Moonraker. Which which Bond was Moonraker? Was that Roger, Roger Moore? That was Roger okay. Moore. Yeah. Um, but the I think Roger Moore's movie took a big detour from the books as well. Um, but uh, the uh, like, like th- this movie just is is the epitome of everything that was wrong with Bond with Brazen era Bond. Um, the set pieces were way too long and boring. Like yeah. absolutely didn't care about any of the action scenes that, that happened in this movie. Uh, the villains were really over the top. Um, the puns were really bad. Yep. The, I, I mean, like there's a line at the beginning where, uh, uh, James Bond grabs this bell right before his hovercraft goes over this waterfall. Saved, he's by, like, the saved by the bell. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> um, but the thing that got me, which the, would have been awesome if Tiffany and Berthiesen had been in this. <laughs> the, the, the thing that got me the worst was that, so at the beginning of this movie, James Bond is captured and he's held in a South, in a North Korean jail for like 18 months mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. tortured every day. Yep. And then like they do a prisoner exchange where the British government gets him back. And they keep him in this super secure hospital facility with like state-of-the-art technology, which he breaks out of within two seconds. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, he spent 18 months in like a mud hut concrete (laughs) North Korean prison. I'm like, how how could he not have escaped uh, when it takes him two seconds to get through like the highest tech security the British government has to offer? My headcanon says that he was still suffering from that shoulder injury from the last movie. And he just wanted time to repair himself or something? He needed it. I don't know. This movie is aggressively bad. Like it, it makes me ashamed to like the other Pierce Brosnan movies. Like, cause I do, I legit like golden eye tomorrow never dies terrible. and the world is not enough. I love those movies. This movie is hot garbage. Yeah, yeah. Like every single James Bond actor from Sean Connery to Roger Moore to Pierce Brosnan himself came out publicly and said, this movie's garbage. Yeah. It's our least favorite bond movie. Aww. He, like it's Roger Moore was especially like insulted by this. Movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. He hated it. <laughs> it's, it's it's he's it's, not alone. It's almost a parody of a Bond. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, I mean they went if, so. If, if this was a, a awesome Bowers movie, it'd be hilarious. We'd probably love it. I, 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 this I, was I the think, last Pierce Bronson. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think there was an actual um, moment when the producers of this movie were watching it as a, at a screening. And they pulled a George Lucas and said, we may have gone a bit too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk about a little bit about how they passed the torch from Brosnan to, uh, to Craig. Cause I remember listening to an interview with Brosnan and he was like, yeah, um, you know, we did, we did die another day, whatever this movie is called. 
He's like, nobody really liked it. It was what it was, you know, and I was fully expecting to have to come back for at least one more to kind of like redeem myself to, to end on a high note. And he's like, and then I got, I, I read in the tabloids or I read in the news somewhere that Daniel Craig was the new James Bond. They didn't even freaking call him. They didn't call Brosnan and say, really? hey, yeah, nothing, not a word. He found out about the new Bond the same way the audience That's did. That's kind of rude. Yeah, I was like, God damn, man, they did him dirty. Was his contract up? Or- I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know how that it. works as far as contract goes, but I just remember him saying like, yeah, I, I really was looking forward to doing at least one it's, more it's, to kind of redeem myself. It's not like the MCU. It's like where it's like you're contractually obliged like nine to, videos to or do whatever. like six MCU movies. And yeah. Then, you know, so I don't yeah. know. So, so we talked about how this was Rosamund Pike's like debut film. Her very first scene was the one that she did with Dame Judi Dench. Can you imagine being like a, a fledgling actress and Jeez. your first scene is a, good for her. her. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. Judy Dench is the only redeeming part of this movie. It's well, I, I don't know what else to say about this movie. It's mm-hmm. it's bad. There's nothing, there's not anything good about this movie. No, it's I just, mean, even it's the just, gadgets are over the top and ridiculous, yeah. like the invisible car and shit. It's hokey. Like, it's hokey. The CGI is terrible. Oh, how, the music how, video is awful. The music the song video is, is awful. You know, yeah. yeah. How, how long did that stupid like uh glacier action scene? Oh last? my god, dude. Oh yeah. Well the thing, the the sun laser was like <laughs> following him across the yeah. across the glacier hauling ass 100 miles per hour then he gets to the edge and it's like the laser beam slows down too mm-hmm. yeah and then it stops it's like and, he gets out, and then he surfs a wave yeah well they did set the he, surfing he, thing he up parasails first, too yeah, yeah parasail whatever yeah it was terrible yeah. i miss funka jensen but, but, i do too but, but the, the, the big threat was a giant freaking laser giant freaking laser beam and, and originally it was called Solaris, but they had to change it to Icarus because at the time George Clooney was making a movie called Solaris. <laughs> oh, that movie is hot garbage. Oh, yeah. George Clooney. Oh, I thought yeah. I said George Lucas for a minute. No, that's like, a guy we haven't talked about on the show ever. Clooney? Yeah. He makes some good movies. I'll have to do a Clooney week. Not Batman. Please don't make me watch Ocean's Batman. 11 week? Maybe. Okay. I'm all right yeah. with that. Okay. Please, God, don't make me watch freaking Batman. Someday. I will we'll die. I will so die. So anyway, but, James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, the the uh, Toby Stevens character, Gustav Graves, at the end, he's basically in a suit of power armor, <laughs> going go, like, like fist fighting with uh, James Bond. And it's, it's the most ridiculous climax. It's like this movie has two climaxes to it. Mm-hmm. The first is on the glacier where they, they are in that ridiculous ice hotel uh, yeah. for, for like a big part. Of hey, the that's movie. a real thing, man. And uh, and then um, they go up into a plane and have like a huge action set piece. And the entire time I'm just sitting there, I'm like, please end. This is the I most know, right? boring action I think I've ever seen 100%. in my life. It's like yep. if I wanted to watch an airplane fight scene, I'd go turn the Air Force One on. <laughs> Get off my plane. Wouldn't that be great <laughs> if you would have said that? Get off this plane. <laughs> punches, him. punches him in the face. Uh, also, Halle Berry in that scene where she's fighting uh, Agent Frost and she's like, she says, I don't read this bitch or something like yeah it's so cringy oh, yeah. Mike, so michael madsen's in this movie for some reason oh he's 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 yeah. the dumb american cia yeah, he, guy he's the dumb cia guy yeah oh the tarantino dude mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay yeah 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 i don't i where, what is he doing in this movie he's he's uh uh he doesn't belong in this pussy movie. christmases or whatever her name is <laughs> boss. it's christmas what? <laughs> that sounds like a holiday I'd like to celebrate. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Glitter is Christmas. Glitter Christmas. Should we just rename the terrible Bond Girls? Uh, anyway, yeah, I this I think it's been done. <laughs> this movie is just it's it's terrible from beginning to end. I cannot. I think it's funny you didn't recognize Madonna. 
I didn't either. Talk about a stunt casting piece. I'm like, gonna like, be when, too- she, when she turned around, like I remember when I saw this in the theater, when she turned around, everyone in the theater was like, oh, a collective groan. I'm sorry. Even though you told me what part of the movie she's in, I cannot picture I still, it. In my I head. still don't see it. I still I don't see it. I sent you both the yeah. picture. Did of you, her. Yes. dude? I don't mess right. with my phone. I, I'm before. going to fast. Yeah, forward. fast forward this episode. So we're watching it. As you guys know, we always watch the movies that we're talking about on the screen right next That's to us. That's Madonna. Just yes. to kind of remind us of what's going on. So Katie's just going to fast forward to the scene you where just, we see you Madonna. It. I yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah. There she is. Where? <laughs> right there. That's her. Yes. In the black. Yes. Turn around. Yeah, it's her. Look at oh, your- yeah. Okay. Oh, shut the fuck get out of here. It's <laughs> freaking fencing with James Bond. It looks like they've like uh, put some spackle on her face to make her look better. Put some Vaseline on the lens. Well, it was yeah, fucking so- 20 years ago, bro. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Honestly, I'm a, I'm I think she still looks like that. Well, that's... Yeah. Oh, she was the corset chick? Yeah. Can you yeah. tighten me, Mr. Bond? Like, okay, I've worn a corset before. Not they don't magically come undone. <laughs> oh, this is also the only movie to ever have James Bond and Molly Penny have a sex scene together. Well, that was a hologram though, right? Yes. yes it, was, it was a holographic Still training a holodeck. program. I was, I was so turned on during that scene, dude. I bet you were. I was like, oh, I James. was so confused. He's, he's, he's so lucky right now. It's like, yeah, get it. <laughs> get that money, Penny. You're so yeah all right that's it that's it for this movie i can't talk about it yeah, anymore it's so it. it's aggressively <laughs> bad don't watch this one go watch the other three i feel really bad for pierce brosnan for not being able to have at least one more time to kind of like redeem himself madonna taint well, well, this movie. Well, yeah. the, the story behind that was like they wanted to do casino royale as their next movie and because it happens early on in bond's career they're like, well, Pierce Brosnan's too old, so yeah. we need a young, a younger guy. And that's, that's fair. When, that's when Craig came into the picture. Well, I, I'm, so Craig was immediately after yeah. Brosnan. Yeah. Well, yeah. when did the first Craig movie come out? 2010 or something? I didn't realize he's been Bond as long as he has. So, so he's wow. the second Bond to have an entire decade to himself, that's, which yeah. was the 2000s. I need to get my. I need to get updated on the Bond movies. He gets a millennium. I really, I, I really enjoy uh, Craig's Bond. Um, Never seen one. We should watch. You should they're, watch Casino Royale. They're they're terrible. They're not terrible. They're my least. They're, 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 they're I, bad. I sense a future show. I don't rely on Kadish to tell me what's I, good. I, I think I think I've fallen asleep through every Listen, uh, Craig Bond film. You fell asleep through all of these too. No, in the theater. Watch Casino Royale. That's the best. It, like he put his best foot forward. I, with that I one. have seen that one, and it's good. It's really good. But if he peaks at the first movie, that doesn't say anything for the rest of them. That's a legitimate argument. Oh, okay. But we'll talk about it. Go see the new one. That's Craig, right? Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about it next time yeah. on Bond Week. Are we so it's going to be his last one. Oh, we're just, yeah. I forgot. It's a one star crab fest. I'm sorry. Is it not? Oh, oh I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a one star crab fest, Vader. There's no Dina oh, Meyer. Oh, there's no okay. quarter star. Yeah. 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 One star craft fest. Jude. Um, well, cause my, my credo is if it made me angry. Oh, that's uh, right. And it did not make me angry, but it, it was way longer than it needed to be. And it felt even longer than that. So okay. I'm going to give it a, a one and a half, I okay. guess. Okay. It's not K- good. Uh, Mr. Cage. This is indeed a one star Madonna crap fest. <laughs> So yeah. How many Madonnas out of five? <laughs> one. One. <laughs> one. One big golden eyed Madonna. Uh, uh, give, yeah. her, give her a golden eye. <laughs> weirdo. Well, yeah, you for said me, it sounds like a weird. Section. Okay. Yeah. That's Kate. She's weird. Um, yeah. This is a one star craft fest. This is the least, my least favorite of 
probably all the Bond movies. Really? Really? Yeah, it's okay. down there. Wow. It's on the very That actually very gives point. me hope because I was assuming that there was a lot on this par. Um, it depends on how much, how willing you are to forgive like goofiness. Cause there's a lot of older goofy Bond movies. But if you're, I love goofy. But, but if you're but, okay but with that, the they're goofy good. Make, the goofy makes them better. Yeah. Cause I really liked the Sean Connery ones. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call Sean Connery goofy. This is more the Roger Moore stuff. All right. I would never do a so space one star, a movie. It's a, it's a one in, it's a one in it's one dead. quarter it's star crap. Bury it. Never talk about it again. This is the crystal skull of Bond movies. <gasps> okay. Wow. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. What's the crystal skull? Exactly. Oh, I think I, that's I, a vodka. I've never heard of this before. Exactly. Call Dan Aykroyd. I'm sorry. I'm hitting, stop hitting your mic. Okay, guys, that's it. We're done. We're going to leave. We got the Q&A. Yeah, we got the Q&A. Oh, that's right. I'm so sorry. So for our club members, oh gosh, I got pictures of hot chicks in our freaking Q&A session. Um, for our club members, we reached out to them. We wanted them to ask us questions and, and we have a, a Discord set up for our patrons uh, for Q&As. So uh, let's see. The first question on our list is from Tenzir, T-E-N-S-Y-R. Thank yep. you for just really quick. This is about our previous. Yes, this is about SMP. the Ghostbusters episode, which is our okay. one oh. Probably need to like specify one oh five S and P one oh five. No, one oh three. I think it was one oh three or one oh four. Whatever. Okay. One of the previous episodes. <laughs> We're professionals here, guys. That's right. Uh, it says, "Where does the trivia come from?" Um, this is direct to Mr. Kadish. Uh, is it just general internet search, IMDb? Where else? Uh, it was a great episode. I started watching parts of it again and Jude telling Salty to get out was quite funny because I didn't, I, I had, had a never, good time too. Yeah, I had never seen uh, Ghostbusters before and she told me to leave. So Mr. Kadish, where do you get your, uh, your trivia from? Your fun so I actually do a lot of research, uh, before each show into the movies that we're talking about. Some movies have more information available about them than others, but I tend to go to Wikipedia, internet movie database. I look at, um, articles. So I do Google and I just, uh, you know, go to Reddit and, and just try to find interesting, like kind of fun tidbits about the movies to inform me about like their, the making of them and, uh, you know, the kind of like interesting anecdotes and things like that. Because me personally, I, I find that fascinating. Movies are always more than just what we see on the screen. It's about what went in behind them, the politicking, the, uh, the personalities, and all that stuff. And sometimes you don't get that by watching the movie. So uh, I like to dive a little bit deeper into it and find those little factoids. You watch a lot of docs too, right? Yeah, I, I go on, on YouTube and I'll, I search for if there's any like behind the scenes or documentaries to it and stuff like that. Okay. <clears throat> Next question is from the man, the myth, the legend, Nick, the backyard TARDIS, the S&P Time Lord himself. Uh, so the question based on Ghostbusters podcast, now that you have watched all three big G's of the 80s uh, for the podcast, how would you rank them? So Goonies, Ghostbusters, and Gremlins. Three, oh, that, three 80s easy. movies that we've talked about on the podcast. Super easy. How would you rank them? Um, I'll go ahead, Vader. You want me, um, yeah, go first. Ghostbusters, one. Uh, Goonies 2 and Gremlins 3. Okay, that's fair. Simple. Uh, I, I would agree with that ranking. I don't put those in the same category. I'm sorry. Um, Gremlins is my all-time favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> you and your your categories. <laughs> you <laughs> cannot mix. Die Hard is the all-time best Christmas movie. I agree uh, with Katie. I'm Kedish. sorry, but it's my turn. <laughs> uh, Goonies is a feel-good adventure movie, and uh, Ghostbusters is just the best movie. So it's Ghostbusters, Goonies, and Gremlins? Okay. If I have to put them all in the same category, 
It's Ghostbusters, Gremlins, Goonies. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kadish, you said you agreed with Vader. Yeah, I'm with Vader on his Ghostbusters, movie. Goonies, Gremlins. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, it's uh, Ghostbusters, and the other two movies don't exist. Okay. But, but, but you know what? All three of those movies are so good. It's just like in terms of like my enjoyment <laughs> factor on them, that was the, the ranking. Well, Kadish, or uh, I'm going to kill all three of you. Alex is over here shaking right now. He's like, mm, yeah. Some movies are hot, hot garbage, guys. Hot, like, I'm sorry. They don't exist. They don't, they don't exist. exist. They don't exist. Not existent. Not existent. <laughs> I have to You're say, for, I, had, I do have to say, for my first martini ever, it is a solid drink. I I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's very strong. It's very strong, but it's very, very smooth. Strong. Yeah, you need to put some pickles or something. Uh, I would like an olive next time, do you but have I'll. Any fucking I'll bring my next olive. I'll bring. Can whatever. you put pickle, Can you put pickles in? Martinis? You can, you can do whatever, do whatever you, you want. want. Like those little tiny pickles you get at like Trader yeah. Joe's. Sure. Like the, you know, if you put an onion in it, it's called a Gibson. The cornichons. You can do a pickle chaser. You know, I saw, oh, I, I think I might have sent a TikTok to you, what? but it was somebody who mixed. Oh, the pickleback thing? Pickle juice with beer. a beer. And they were like, holy shit, this is amazing. Right. Here, are we done? Oh, yeah, we're done. Hey, <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> That's it for James Bar- Brosnan's Bond. Uh, thank you, James guys. Brosnan's Bond. James Brosnan's Bond. <laughs> Who's James Brosnan? <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, James Bond. Thank you all for joining us. Really appreciate it. Please stay tuned for next week. We're going to do some really cool stuff. And then 2022, guys, is going to be a freaking rocking year for us. So yeah, I'm hitting my microphone. If you guys are in on the ground level, don't forget, we're doing a December-only club membership, $30 tier you guys are getting an exclusive uh, one-of-a-kind hat that's going to be sent to you with a freaking... Limited edition. Limited, sorry, limited edition with uh, a little thing of authenticity. What do you uh, call it? Authenticity oh. of certificate. <laughs> we have another question. We do. Mm-hmm. Go of, for it. Of the original four Ghostbusters, who would you bang, kill, marry, oh, and God. invite on oh, your podcast? Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, shit. I don't know. Um, I'd marry Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd, I'd kill the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids guy. Sigourney Weaver. There's she's not a she's not a no, Ghostbuster. They're talking about Egon Spangler, yeah, Vinkman, and yeah, so yeah. You, you can't do anything to Lewis Tully. You don't. He's well. He was a Ghostbuster though. No, he put the four he put the original, uniform on. for original. Sigourney Weaver isn't yeah. available. Damn it! All right, I married I married Dan Aykroyd for good vodka. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, uh, choice. Uh, I'd probably kill Spangler because he'd probably drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd fuck Bill Murray. <laughs> why did they make this? I can't this believe thing? I said that. Why did they make this? <laughs> That's going to be a soundbite. Why did that give me such joy? <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel things I didn't realize I was going to feel when wow. you said that. God damn it. <laughs> That's why he said that. I liked it more so than say, I thought I would. You're supposed to say, um, I refuse to answer this question. <laughs> On the grounds that right, I'm Vader, you're up. You're up. <laughs> you're up, bud. Um, man. Um, so I gotta like pretend I'm a chick, right? Um, if you want, um, <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I'm Vader when I answer. I think this. I'm gonna. I think I'll marry Dan Aykroyd just because he's cool. Um, I'll kill Bill Murray, <laughs> and um, I'd probably like bang Egon. <laughs> so yeah, I'll go. I'll go with, I'll go with that. <laughs> I hate you guys. Dude. <laughs> um, I'm really curious how this is going to go. I'm going to bang Spangler because okay. I think he's weird. He's <laughs> <laughs> some of that weird, strange. Yeah. I, I'm going to marry Winston because he ends up rich. Okay. okay. Oh, that's, true. that's fair. Um, and um, 
Who am I going to kill? I'm going to kill... Suck it. I'm going to kill both Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> fucking crazy. <laughs> Kadish. Kadish. Uh, I guess I'd make a sweet, tender love to uh, Winston. <laughs> My Winston? Yeah, yeah, Winston. Yeah. <laughs> He's a uh, he's that dark chocolate. I really like. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> Solid I, choice. Yeah, I, I would got weird. I, I I would I would marry Egon. Okay. And I would probably kill Bill Murray. Okay. okay. So. Right. Bill Murray got killed by all of us. I think. Well, you can't trust. No, him. I said I'd no, fuck no. Bill yeah, Murray. He's, he's, he's making wow. tender love to Bill, Bill Murray. Oh my god. Okay, guys, if you want to become uh, a person that can ask us weird ass questions, <laughs> go to saltierclub.com. Join the club membership. Uh, we're doing a little a new segment at the end of the of each SMP where we're going to answer questions from our club members. So join the club, help support us, and uh, we can make awesome content for you guys to hang out and uh, check out and listen to and watch on YouTube and all kinds of cool stuff. Don't forgive us. Don't forget to give us a five star review. I'm sorry, I'm really trash Don't right now. So forget, forget about, about me. <laughs> uh, Five-star reviews. We're trying to get accredited with Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, the reviews are a requirement. We need 200 of them, so uh, share it with your friends. Let them know. Yeah, on Apple. Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts. Because yes. clearly we should be in charge. <laughs> Our opinions matter. <laughs> We need to get some splats out there with the with the freshest. Because <laughs> the freshest are bullshit. And the splats are bad. Everybody knows the critics are stupid. Stupid. And we could be like the everyday man. And everybody knows Sigourney Weaver is hot. Fucking John Gambia <laughs> can fucking do it. We can do it. So fuck that guy. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to go to the uh, Saturday morning home gang on our, yeah, yeah. on our YouTube channel. There were uh, Matt Vader and uh, Matthew Kadish and the Dork Night LV talk about uh, stuff. Stuff. That's right. I see you struggling. I'm so tired. Are we, are we gonna- All right. Yeah, we're done, guys. We're getting out of here. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Vader, where can they find you on the socials? <laughs> Just get go, 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 go. You can find me at Matt Vader 74 at Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and Saturday morning here on the home gang. That's Jude. It. Don't look for me. <laughs> you can find me at I am Jude Juju on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And check out our Facebook page or Facebook group, uh, Salty Nerd Podcast on Facebook. Matthew Kadish. You can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-S-H on Twitter. Kadishbooks.com takes you to my Amazon page and also sign up for our newsletter at saltylist.com because one of these days we're going to get drunk enough to get booted off of YouTube <laughs> and we're going to need to tell people where else to find us. I'm your host, Alex, the salty nerd. You can catch me on discord and on Monday nights where we get to talk to interesting people on our live stream. Case of the Mondays. Case of the Mondays. Sure. Shout out to office space. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Tune in next week where we make more fun content for you to Whatever. Stay salty. <laughs>